This is a parental guidance moment. Welcome back to this Sunday service. It's the only comedy podcast in Newcastle. I'm he- I'm here with my uh, my good friend, the High Priest Taylor Coftry. How are you, bra? Good, mate. How are you? Fucking ripping and a tearing, mate. Yeah, man. Big weekend for the boys, wasn't it? Yeah. The, uh, yesterday was a big day. Yesterday was a huge day. And how good does it feel to be back in our studio? Yeah. Back where we belong, in the comfort, and doing a podcast. Fucking properly. Just a fucking ounce of fucking professionalism, mate. Dude, we've got comfy comfy, comfy chairs. Comfy chairs. We're not sitting on stools, you know. Like no, we're we not don't s- have to leave and go to another location to get more stools so everyone doesn't have to stand. Yeah. Like, just, you'd, you'd think that if they had an ounce of professionalism, the guys at the Big Sand probably would have been able to count, you know. Hey, yeah. there's going to be five people on this podcast. Maybe three chairs won't work. Yeah, to, well, to be fair, man, we did the podcast for in a fucking shed for two years. Yeah, this is, this is true. Professionalism has never been their strong suit. No, and uh, but that's how w- they lose talent, like me, dude. That's how, dude. That's how you get drafted. That's how to they the, lose me to free agency. That's how you get drafted to the number one podcast in uh, in in Newcastle. That's it, mate. Like you just you had an offer. I was reaching free agency, and they just couldn't match the bid. They and couldn't match the bid, and they got a compensation pick in fucking you no know, Toddy J coming sometimes. Toddy J, good man. But other than that, the, the compensation pick isn't, isn't really fucking fair, is it? And the thing is, life isn't fair, Taylor. No, it's not. And sometimes another club, a rival club, will offer you things that you don't have. Exactly. They don't have beaches in Canberra. Exactly. They don't right. have Newcastle 8s walking around everywhere. No. They don't have morale through the roof. No, they don't. And they don't have comfy recliners and nice mood lighting to mm. let you know that it's time to fucking rip and tear on a Sunday, bro. Exactly right, man. Some clubs have the privilege of using their location as like a, the, the bait. Yeah. It's you like, know? come hang out with us, rip and don't tear. Don't worry about how we do on the field. Yeah. Have you seen Merriweather Beach? Yeah. Have you been to the Merriweather Baths and just been around the hottest people in the world? No. Yeah. I haven't, mate, because I've been in Canberra. Yeah. And no one in Canberra is saying, hey, come down to Lake Burley Griffin. No. And have a gander at the fucking tens walking around in fucking puffer vests. No, they're not. When it's minus five degrees outside. Bro, I honestly thought I knew what a ten was when I lived there. Oh, so did I. Yeah, but you're, you're tricked. It's a rude awakening when you realise what an actual 10 is. Yeah. Sun-kissed skin. Sun-kissed skin. Beautiful, beautiful blue eyes, bronze. Beautiful jacked shoulders, abs down to their calves, just fucking throwing the footy around. They've just got, perfect 10s. They've got, they're wearing the footy shorts and they're exposing oh, they got the, v, the V, the dick root. Yeah, the dick root, The dude. dick root's out, dude. Oh, dude. Fucking getting me horny just talking about it. Yeah, so that's <laughs> that's why I'm here, dude. And that's why we're here, dude. And we, it's good to have you. Did the comedy club on Friday night, bruh. And let me tell you, it was... You know how sometimes there's a little bit of magic semen dust in the air at the Newcastle yeah, Comedy yeah, Club? Yeah, yeah, and you can smell it as soon as you go in. Yeah, it's, like, it's kind of like when it's springtime in Canberra mm. and the pollen looks like snow. Yeah. And it's just everywhere. You're like, oh, there's lots of magic semen dust here. The semen dust was thick. Yeah. On Friday night. And uh, it was just uh, top to bottom, ripping and tearing. And you didn't have to work very hard for the bits. Friend of the show, Mitch Garling, was the MC And Ooh. just fucking, bruh. He was nice with it. He, oh, he was, was he nice, nice with it. it. He he lubed that, he lubed that mm. mutt up so good. 
<laughs> that you just slid in with no friction at all, bro. Yeah. It was fucking grouse. One of those ones where they where they grab you and they put you in. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And they pulled just, you through. It's just a nice, mm. warm, inviting ride. And you go, I wish I could live like this forever. Yeah. It's one of those gigs that is like, I wish every gig was like this. But then sometimes you got to do, you know, a local open mic and get shot down to the planet Earth that we do live on and realize that not every gig is going to be a nice, warm, inviting mood. Some no, are gonna be some are gonna be some hairy, unshaven, stanky, unwashed, crusty lip moots that you just have yeah, to fucking push through, dude. That just lie back and starfish and you have to do all the fucking work. <laughs> all the fucking work, dude. Uh so that was Some of them don't even don't even spit on it before they want you to put it in. You're just like it's like you've never done this before. Yeah. It's like you've never done this before. How it's, can all of you have never done this before? Statistically laugh. One of you should have done this before. Statistically, one of you should have done this before. It's a statistical anomaly that every single person here has never done this before. It's crazy that, like, you go to these gigs and then it's almost like it just becomes a challenge. It's like mm. they, they're they so resistant to laughing that they're like, now you have to work even harder for them to laugh. Yeah. But if a MC gets up there and just breaks that mould, lubes it up, spits on it, slides in, then... The rest of the the rest of the team, the rest of the train can just run straight through that moot, no problem. Yeah. yeah, with little to no resistance. Little to no resistance. Little to no resistance. Less resistance. Then. Completely one hundred percent consensual. Yeah. The more people that come on board, the less resistant they are. At the yeah. end they're just sitting there fucking gyrating on. This is the greatest night of my life. Mm-hmm. So Friday night, fucking loved it, dude. And then, uh, and as we said, we went on a on a mission. We did on a religious mission. On a religious mission, a mission from God. Now, did I, did I instantly regret at seven thirty when I woke up that I told you that I'd pick you up at eight o'clock? Yeah. After riding the high of comedy and going out with some with some audience members afterwards, so just I went full Bert Kreischer. Yeah. Just went out, man. You party. You're a party boy. You are a party boy, though. <laughs> you're, you're enough of a party boy for the both of us. It's, yeah, I know, but there's a, there's a good time. I want to have it. Yeah, but the, to me, it's not that much of a good time, I don't think. Oh, dude. And I, so, like, your good times, you and I have very similar good times, except for, like, there's, like, one or two that are the opposite. Yeah. And that's sort of just, like, when you go, when you tell me that you do shit like this, I go, why? <laughs> <laughs> Why, dude? As if you don't want to just go, hey, thanks everybody for coming. Go home and punch cones. Yeah. Why don't you want to just go home and punch cones? Because, like, if I've drank too much, then I don't want to smoke. Really? Yeah. But don't drink too much so then you can smoke as much as you want. Yeah. but it's This just... is where you and I brains are different. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's built around. <laughs> Yours completely Mine services com- cones. Mine is completely built around when and where and how much cones am I going to be able to have. Yeah. See, like me as a young man would have been exactly the same, but you know I've had to rein in rein in those activities, yeah, and cut that out. And now, as a compensation, it's just like, all right, we'll just keep drinking. And then, when an opportunity like this arises, and you're fucking, you're in the moment, you're having a good time. You're like, mm. these people are mad cunts. Let's go, fucking, let's go, let's make their night even better. Yeah, is that what you do? Yeah, because it's just oh, like it's right. like this is this is yeah. the encore for the show. It's like now we're drinking. Encore, do you, you want, want more? more? Come get more. 
beers with your boy. And uh, so then, you, yeah, you go down there and you drink. And the, honestly, they're stoked just to be hanging out with you. Yeah, okay, fair enough. And honestly, I'm such a loser that no one's ever stoked to hang out with me. So it's just a little That's inflation not true, of dude. my ego. <laughs> That's not true, dude. <laughs> you fucking loser. <laughs> You're a fucking party boy Bradley, dude. Uh, dude, sometimes it happens. <laughs> See, I get to the exact thing. I'll go, oh, man, this is great. We're having a good time. We just had a great night. All of these people are sick hunts. See you later, guys. <laughs> I'm going home, dude. Yeah. I've got cones at home. Yeah. Hey, I've got cones and pussy at home. Yeah. And like, oh, dude, I'm never out there fucking chasing moot, but I'm just chasing the fun time. The fun time for me is I go home, I get out of the clothes I did comedy in, I go and have a shower, I come back out, I get in my comfies, dude. Yeah. And then I go straight to the fucking bong area, dude, and I fucking... <laughs> Probably three or four. Three or four. Probably three or four, dude. And then I go inside and then I see what little nibblies I have. Maybe it's just a drink. I get a drink or something. I let my dogs in, dude. My dogs are probably already in and I start playing with my fucking dogs. And then I go and sit on the couch, dude. And usually it's a game of football that's on. And I just put a game of football on. And I just sit there and I watch it, dude. And then I look at my phone of like funny stuff on the internet. And to me, that's just the best time. Yeah. If Here's my thing. If the Thick Dick of the North plays on a Thursday then statistically you have more of a chance for me to come and drink with you after the show. If the Thick Dick of the North is playing on Friday or Saturday, you have a 0% chance. Yeah, zero. Like, I don't, like, it could be Margot Robbie that was like, you were fantastic, let's go have a drink. I'm like, sorry, babe, Thick Dick of the North, Mm. it's out there. Well, she should know. She's a fucking, she's an Aussie girl. Yeah, she is. Isn't she from, is she from Queensland? I don't know, but she... She, dude, when I saw her in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Dude, I, that was fucking 10 years ago. What? That was 10 years ago. Oh, my dude. That movie came out in 2013. Holy fuck. I went and watched it in the theaters with my mate in year 12. She's so hot, dude. Yeah, she's fucking hot as fuck, dude. Yeah. Like, Wouldn't mind a bit more tit on her, if I'm honest, if I'm being a real man. Wouldn't mind a bit more tit on her. But okay. she's still fucking incredible. I think she's perfect just the way she is. <laughs> And she is one of the disciples who listens to the podcast. Yeah, she is. Shout out, Margot. Margot, we love you. And, uh, dude, you're saying she's probably from Queensland. That would check out. But I wouldn't be surprised if she was from Newcastle, just based on how hot she is. Yeah, that's true, man. Because I tell you what, there's a few Margot Robbies fucking getting around here. Yeah, there's like some undiscovered Margot Robbies out there. And it's just like, bro, there was... was, uh, Born and raised in Queensland. Let's go, dude. Fuck yeah. I knew it. Yeah. Dude. I knew it, dude. Where'd she fucking live? She's a Queenslander. Yeah, she's a Queenslander, bro. And she was time, born in Dalby. 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 This Where the time, fuck's that? Uh, Queensland, dude. Yeah. It's in Queensland. She wears maroon this time of year, bro. Yeah, and then she, they moved to Gold Coast when she was a bit older. Goldie. So she's from the Goldie, dude. Hey, obviously, man. Obviously. Couldn't be, couldn't be, hey, that's a work of God. It is. That's that's an she act of God. She was made in God's creation. Yep, and then plucked into potentially one of the best looking plays. Like Gold Coast has fucking hot people too. Yeah, but splashed too much with pretentious. Uh, I'm not sure it's pretentious. I think that it's retardation. Yeah. Like if you spent enough time on the Gold Coast, everyone there's a fucking retard. That there is. I'm actually going to the Gold Coast next weekend. Yeah, it's good. Like everyone there is just on steroids or in fake tan. Yeah, I'll come back with a full report. 
Yeah, awesome. I'll come back with a fucking a fuckwit breakdown of how many fuckwits I saw per mm. But you are right, though. There's a whole bunch of money on the Gold Coast, too. Yeah. Well, like, if you think about it, it's like their winter, it's like 20 degrees, mm. hot people everywhere, m- multi-res fucking apartments. Yeah. You know, probably cocaine through the wazoo if I'm Theme really parks. Theme parks. Theme parks, dude. Bars but- everywhere. The Crown Casino. You it's a see, party city. You can, fuck, that's why I can't live there, dude. It's, that's why I couldn't live there. I couldn't live right. there either, dude, because I'd get sucked in. I would dest- I would go there and destroy my life. Apparently stand-up's pretty good there, though. I've heard. like It's a good scene I've, there. I've heard from multiple people. Paul Bermone told me that it's fucking good there. Shout yeah. out to Paul. He just released a, uh, his Yeah, shout out to episode. him, dude. He's a fucking awesome guy. I fucking oh, he's that, a good-looking rooster. He is a good-looking good looking rooster. rooster, dude. I clicked like, this damn. up and said it to him. I was just like, I tell you what, tell you what upsets me What when, like... You see someone who is such a good-looking rooster that's also funny and is also a good bloke. It's like, fucking, what are your demons, cunt? Yeah, what the fuck? What's going on, bruh? How are you hot? How are you funny? And how are you just like, he's talented enough to make a fucking show, dude? Yeah. And I'm like, thanks for making me feel like a lazy piece of shit, bruh. Yeah. But if you need some actors, if you need some extras... I would love to do that shit. Bruh, we we got you, mate. We'll come on. We can be like, I don't know. We should get him on here. We can, yeah, dude. I've I've spoken to him about it. He um he will come to Newcastle. He's gonna tee up some gigs in Newcastle. So, um yeah, hundred percent. We'll get him on. He's a fucking sick cunt. But mate, we've been sitting here talking jive, jiving. We haven't been fucking cracking beers, bro. What, what are we, we doing? doing? What are fucking we doing? What are we doing? You know what? Hit time the it is. button, cunt. Look at that poor dude. Yeah. Oofed cunt. Oh, oh, oh mate. We are we are fucking living, dude. I don't care what anyone says. We're living. We're living large. And uh this is this is a special one. So I saw on online recently that there is um there is a beer that's completely made by artificial intelligence. And by that I mean the recipe has been made um, by people with autism. By people with autism, autistic intelligence, or just lazy cunts that just wanted to fucking, you know, he, they. So what they've done? So the guys over at Modus have used, like, I believe Chat GPT or someone along those lines to create uh, a beer called Neural Network. So it's an AI generated East Coast IPA. So this is a uh, this is a seven percent, five hundred mil can, two point eight standard drinks. <laughs> Just about to tell you what this will do, Taylor. This will put some lead in your pencil, but you'd want to have someone to fucking write to. And, uh, and we're writing to our fucking listeners, dude. We are. So this is uh, on the back, his little spiel that says, experience tropical paradise in every sip of this East Coast IPA, featuring a balance of sweet malt and hoppy bitterness with notes of grapefruit, orange, and passion fruit. Enjoy. It's a smooth mouthful and refreshing finish on a warm summer day or paired with spicy dishes. Look, I didn't expect spicy dishes, but AI wrote that. AI's written the tasting notes. They've designed the can. It's a pretty cool concept that the guys of Modus have done when they said they want to have the best East Coast IPA in the world. That was the challenge to AI. So let's see how fucking our boys 
artificial intelligence and Modus have collaborated. I tell you, yeah, it's f- not bad, man. I tell you what's funny about all these drinks, like when they be like, "You'll taste passion fruit, grapefruit, a part of your uncle's asshole," and it's like I didn't taste any of those things. Yeah, I don't know about that one. I tell you what was better, the West Coast IPA that we had last week. Yeah. I had to buy another one of those, dude. That was so fucking good. Actually, I, I don't... Let me give another sip, dude. <laughs> These are good. But it's like... I if, think... If you're telling me that... Uh, that, a, that If a robot made this, it's like, all right, well, it's proven that it can make a beer. Yeah. But let's not keep it going. Let's not... You need a human element in this type of shit, dude. That AI doesn't have taste. It just knows what... Other tastes are supposed to be like because of the description of it, of its knowledge of the fucking ingredients and shit. It doesn't really know what it's like to taste, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well said, mate. Yeah, thank you. But no, I agree. I think it's a nice beer, but I wouldn't say that this is the best beer. Now, I'm not saying I wouldn't ever drink it again. I'm just saying that I agree. We need some human touch in there. We need one of the boys just to be like, bruh. Yeah, it needs a bit of sa. It needs a little bit of it needs a little bit of creativity of just saying, what do I what do I really want this beer to embody? And I want it to embody heaps of morale with the lads. I want it to involve uh if you have fucking four of them, you're gonna feel a little bit giddy. If you keep drinking these things, you're definitely gonna get a kebab at the end of the night. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro, we need to <laughs> there needs to be like the descriptions on all the different beers of like what what it really means to drink this beer. Yeah, dude. like yeah, it, there's got there should be certain types of beer that are, that are called boat beers, and you're only like you should only be drinking them on, on if you're on a boat. <laughs> they got anti seasick medication in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're all all of them are like above six percent, and they're all above three standard drinks. Yeah, and then they've got and then the, <coughs> then they've got um, other ones that are just like this is a this is a summer all day lager. When it's hot as fuck outside and you can just drink and punch beer after beer. Yeah, this is a barbecue go. beer. This beer is middle of winter. You've come in from the cold. You're at the pub. Yeah. It's warm and toasty in there. This is the beer you're drinking here. We are getting very close to those style of beers. And I know you're not a, uh, I know you're not a winter beer kind of guy or a dark yeah. beer guy, but there are some that are so good that I'll... Uh, I'll I'll let you dip your toe into that world. Yeah, I'd like to. Yeah, there's, dude, there's one in there called Sludge Beast, mm-hmm. which is an imperial stout. And I didn't know anything about it when I bought it. I just bought it. But if you see the word imperial in a beer, that means it's a dank motherfucker. And they've sat in there for, bro, a year. I had one of them and I was just like, I was editing the pod and I was like, this is, oh, this is a danky beast. A sludge beast, indeed. And uh, look, I'm not saying I'm scared of that beer, mm. but I'm saying they have been sitting there waiting for a, for a specific day. When I hear the word imperial, I think like this is what people were drinking in like those like real old timey pubs in like the 1700s. Yeah, absolutely. There is something like a ye olde pub. I love a ye old pub. A ye oldie pub. Bro, how sick is going into buildings that are, like, really old? Yeah, dude. I, I love old architecture. Yeah, because it's kind of weird. It's like, how the fuck did these guys build this shit? Yeah. You ever They've been got, like, something big that's like, arch hallways and shit, and you're like, how the fuck did... How are... Dude, how is there architects? And then there's... How's there dudes like us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what I mean? Like, it's like people are the smartest cunts. And we are just a pair of dumb dogs that are like, look, the same reason that there are dudes like us and dudes who are fucking wearing like odd shoes and fucking asking people for money sitting on a milk crate. Yeah. There's that difference. And then there's a difference. Think of that difference. And then think of like where the, where, where the fucking schizophrenic homeless guy sitting on a fucking milk crate asking people for ciggies. And then there are people that are. Making architects, building planes, figuring out fucking electricity and shit. Uh, yeah, dude. Figuring out Wi-Fi. Yeah, all Air that drop. type of shit, dude. Dude, Curing fucking diseases. Yeah, I'm fucking... Not COVID because I never cured that. Yeah. Fifth wave, incoming. Fifth wave, incoming. Yeah, right, With- dude. I'm not getting boosted. <laughs> the only thing I'm boosting is my Last fucking Last thing I need is content. a fucking heart attack suddenly. Fucking earth, dude. But yeah, like I was in... um When I was in Japan... I was I was in these like big fucking um up in the mountain somewhere, northern mountain somewhere. Um they're in these like big like temples, dude, like old temples, and these things are like th- three, four, th- like thousands of years old, these fucking things. Yeah. And you're just, just there. And you think of like like samurai and shit like that was only like kind of recently compared to when these fucking things were built. Dude, we need a samurai sword in this podcast. Studio. A katana? What's a katana? A samurai sword. Oh, dude. So it shows how <laughs> white and uncultured I am. Yeah, the katana, bro. We should get one. But yeah, I was just sitting there going like, this is fucking crazy because you're looking at it and you're going like, how the fuck did they build this thing, dude? How the fuck did they build this? And the pyramids, bro. How did they build those things? We still don't know, cunt. It was definitely not how they fucking say we built them. Yeah. There's not a fucking chance that Jewish slaves, malnourished Jewish slaves, fucking built the pyramids, cunt. You are out of your fucking mind if you believe that. Yeah. That's fucking nuts, dude. There was something else that did it, dude. It was not them. I just like to fantasize it was aliens and that's it. Well, there's like, there's, yeah, just like, fucking with aliens, bro. There's always like that new, um, like theories and shit that are coming out now, like that fucking, um, uh, fucking Randall Carlson and some other fucking cunt that are always on Joe Rogan and shit. Graham Graham Hancock, Hancock, dude. He's he's that that show, Ancient Apocalypse, that's on Netflix. Such a good show, dude. If you want, dude, I was just talking before about how much I love punching cones. How much fun do you reckon I have? Dude, I was about to say, I was about to say, you in a cone wormhole, just watching, like hearing. It's just like, wait a minute, there was a there was a sophisticated civilization that lived fucking fifteen thousand years ago or whatever the fuck it was, and a cataclysmic event wiped them out and destroyed all of their technology, and we've had to start again. That type of shit makes way more sense than when they like literally break down. The theories of how all the other shit happened. Yeah, it's like hunter-gatherers built the fucking pyramids, did they, bro? Yeah, and then what, dude? A civilization that's able to build that has to be able to make and build other shit. There's another guy who's an Australian dude. I can't remember his name, but he was talking about the head of the Sphinx. Yeah, he was on Joe Rogan too. Yeah, Yeah. and it's perfectly symmetrical. Yeah. Which is like, how? Yeah, he's just like, bruh, you can't make that without a machine. You can't. something. Yeah, they had fucking something, dude. And maybe it was aliens, dude. Or maybe maybe it was witchcraft, bro. Maybe they ha- they were tapped into some other type of technology when it comes to like energy. They tapped into energy technology. We haven't done that. We're, we're, we're like, you know, fucking mortar and bricks technology yeah. in terms of like you can feel it. We make it. They like harness shit apparently. All that type of shit, dude. Like 
that stuff is so fucking interesting to me, dude. And then you get a fucking 18th century pub where you know how many people are fucking thrown up in, in here. Oh, yeah, dude. We need to go to the Northern Star. We need to go to that Irish pub yeah? in, uh, on Beaumont Street. Okay. We, we need to make a little date and just be like, we're not doing comedy this day. We're just getting fuck on rat-eyed. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to do that. Walk around talking like Conor McGregor might punch an old man. I would love to go because there's obviously really, really old pubs and stuff like still in Sydney. Yeah, there is. Sydney and Melbourne, some have them as well. I'd love to go to those types of places. Dude, there's also... And Perth, actually, too. I I also want to do a go to the hidden bars. There's There's something that entices me so much about people being like, you know, you go... You have to, f- like, you find on Google, it's like, walk down this alleyway, yeah. you'll see a red light in the staircase, go up there, and, and then you, you open, open, the open what world. looks like a fucking fridge, and you just walk in and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to do shit like that, too. That, it's like, that's like, re- that's like reigniting your kid's imagination to do adult things. Yeah, because it's different. It's yeah. something that, like, I definitely haven't done before. Neither have like, I. Like, you know, it, like, it's the feeling of when you first start going out. Remember when you fucking first oh, started dude. going out, dude? When you first... And, and the energy you had. Oh, bro. For almost the whole day when you knew you were going out tonight. But, like, going out in Canberra means that you definitely don't leave the house before 11 o'clock at night. We had... Um, like, if you get out to Civic at 10.30, you're a fucking dork. Or you'd have to, like, you'd have to go to spots and plan it. So, to be like, we're yeah. going to uni pub at 10.30... We're getting fucking two dollar vodka raspberries. We're gonna go rip and tear in there, and then proceed to go on the rest of the night, dude. I had a fake. Then we're gonna go to the Hellenic Club and just fucking smash Long Island iced teas until they (laughs) kick us out. (laughs) Dude, my mates and I got kicked out of the fucking Hellenic Club like fucking five or six times. Because we'd just go in there, we'd just go in there and we'd find a table and then we would just keep ordering fucking Long Island iced teas, dude, until uh, until we'd had mate, like five or six of them each, dude. And yeah. we would just, you'd be fucking blind halfway through your third one. We would go. And then they would kick us out and we'd be like, nice, now now the night now has the started, night's begun. dude. And then one of, the, one of the boys would rock up and be like, oh, and they'd flick a little bag and he's got fucking 10 MDMA pills in there. And he'd just go, oh. Now we're ripping and tearing. God is good. God is good. God is good. Let's go. Dude, we used to go to the Hellenic Club in uh, Woden, which uh, with a bunch of blokes I worked with, we called it our spiritual watering hole. Mm. Because like every every night out, you know, or any group activity, that's, that's where you started. Mm. And sometimes it was so good. That's where you started. That's where you finished. Yeah. Depending on who, like... The security guards just like would just let us kind of do pretty much whatever we wanted. Yeah. And like we'd just be pounding drinks and then people would be going and holding hands in the bathroom and we'd be sitting outside on the sly smoking deck mm. and just rolling fat fat joints. I remember one time we were out there just smoking fatties and this old bloke walked out and he just went, fucking hell, what are you blokes up to out here? And we're like, you want to hit, bruh? And he goes, oh. Yeah, all right. We're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and he had like, he had this fucking huge hit. He's like, oh, I haven't done this in 25 years. And like smoked some of this joint, which was like some strong ass weed. And it put him on another planet, dude. Dude. <laughs> we walked into the bathroom and I just fucking have to go through the pokey lounge. And I find this dude just immensely immersed in 
the poker machine experience. It was like when they oh. updated the poker machines to like yeah. be a little bit more crazy. And it's like all the fucking coins and shit are dancing around. And he's just like, what in the fuck is going on here? I'm like, you're losing your pension, dude, but you're having a fucking good time doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <for sure. laughs> Dude, everything you've ever worked for is going down the drain. Yeah. But you're having a fucking nice time right now, dude. Bro, how's how's this old, <laughs> <laughs> how's this old bloke? <clears throat> so I emceed the comedy club last night mm. uh, with Adam Ronan, a friend of the show. And um, there was this old bloke right up the front, just proper fossil looking cunt. And um, his name was Brett. And like we were talking to him because he's so old. And I go to Everard, I go... <laughs> I go, he looks like Franklin the Turtle for those of you who can't see him. Because <laughs> he was just like, he was just like a skinny man, but like his yeah. head was like too big for his body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his name was Brett. And like during the, um, during the halftime show, uh, like during halftime, he, uh, people were outside smoking. So like I went and rounded him up and um, he's out there punching a dart and uh, he's just talking to me. And uh, I go back in and we're like, so how did you meet your missus, Brett? And he's like, playing the pokey machines. <laughs> we're just like, <laughs> I was like, that's a true Newcastle match made in right heaven, there, bro. Dude. Yeah, fuck, it was good. That's so fucking funny, man. I love I love old ruthless dudes dude, like that. old people full on do not understand, like, how far drugs have come. They just fucking don't, man. Like, no. there's... Old people get fucked over by weed because they haven't smoked it in like 30 years. Yeah. Fucking bad, dude. It's like that fucking, that, that Louis C.K. bit where he's just like, it's like, he's like, I did fucking, uh, he smokes weed with some teenagers after a show in a car park. And he's like, I haven't done this in forever. And he's like, but I, I hadn't realized that they'd been working on weed. Like it was the cure for cancer. Yeah. And he was just like, so he had it and just fucking lost his mind, dude. Like, he was like, before, like, in the 70s, you used to be able to just smoke a joint and just fucking smoke on it for a while and just have a nice time. And it's like, now you go fucking to another planet. Yeah, dude, it's And they get wild. fucking wrecked with it all the time, dude. Yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, it's fucking funny, man. It's so funny, bro. It does, like, it does, uh, it does throw people into a vortex if they haven't done it before. And that's exactly what happened to that old bloke. So what's caught your eye this week, bruh? Mate, I got a fucking funny story, dude. It's Please uh, indulge. Um, bro, fucking killer whales are teaching young killer whales to attack boats. What? Yeah, dude. Xbox claimed that a traumatized killer whale has been teaching its young to ram yachts with a spate of recent attacks recorded. Over up in fucking Europe, bro. Like up in like Scandinavia, up Scandinavia way, where the Vikings play, and um, Scandinavia way, and then around down to like near Portugal and shit. Yeah, um, this fucking killer whale dude has been teaching other killer whales and y their own young to like attack boats and shit, because apparently, <laughs> apparently, this is a fucking a uh, like in response, like retaliation, because this fucking um killer whale was involved in, like, a, some type of, like, accident where it was, like, hit by a boat and then, like, fucking tangled up in shit. It's a, so it's got some beef. So it's got some fucking beef, dude, and it's full teaching fucking its young and, uh, and other fucking orcas and shit to just fucking ram boats, dude. It doesn't even have to be any type of boat, just any boat. And so they're just attacking boats, dude. 
that is the most terrifying fucking thing ever. Cause so like, scary, dude. For the longest time, um, we were like, people were under the assumption that killer whales won't attack humans. Yeah, I don't there, know why. There, there wasn't one, like there hadn't been an attack in like human history. And it's like, really? Or did the person just not survive? Yeah, that's exactly what it to is. To tell you. And it just wasn't hey, bro, they got me good. Yeah. It didn't have the fucking, the scare factor of sharks. Bro, I tell you what, dude, if I'm in the water and I fucking see killer whales being aggressive towards me, I'm way more afraid of them than a shark. Because a shark doesn't even want to eat us. It doesn't know that it doesn't want to eat us. Yeah, it'll do a little mystery bite. It might bite. do a little mystery bite, which if it's a great whack, will fucking probably kill us. Kill us. But the reality is they don't want you. If, if a killer whale is like full on coming after you, it's made the conscious decision to come and kill you. Dude. And that is fucking terrifying, dude. They, they are... I reckon they're my favorite sea creature. Yeah, they're up there. They they are fucking awesome. Like they, I have. I went to SeaWorld in San Diego. Oh, and watched fucking Shamu. It probably wasn't Shamu. It was probably like the tenth Shamu. Yeah, but I saw that do like cool shit, and I was like real close to it. I was like, this is fucking awesome. Have you seen Blackfish? Nah. Oh, dude. I already know it's bad. I don't need a documentary. Yeah, like he just like one of the one of them just like. Rages one day And just like Grabs the fucking trainer And just pulls him down To the water Like bottom of the water And just kind of holds him there mm. And then they like Lets it struggle To the point where It's about to run out of air And he goes Nah nah I'm only playing with you bro You go back up to the top They go back up to the top And they're like Gasping for air And then they go to get out And he's like oh, Nah I'm just gonna bring you Straight back down here bro And it does it like Three or four times So the person just dies Yeah They Bro it's a they cerebral attack trainers way more than you think, and dude. so if, they should, and so they fucking should, dude. This is where I'm sort of getting to. It's like we're being like, oh, how bad for the fucking trainer, dude. It's like it's well, fucking imagine if you were taken from your home, kidnapped, basically, then you're forced to live. Imagine if you were only ever fo- able to live in like a one bedroom apartment. It's not even that, dude. It'd be like a fucking three meter by two meter cage. Yeah, probably actually. Yeah. They live in fucking Olympic sized swimming pools. Well, it's a bit bigger than that, a bit deeper. But I know what she's trying to say. Yeah, I don't, yeah. It's it's like these cunts used to swim around in the whole ocean, bro. Whole ocean. Yeah, dude. Do you know they have accents? Yeah, they do. And they know, like, they know, like, they'll be like, hypothetically, where you from, homie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yo, we Pacific motherfuckers out here. Where you from? You from? <coughs> you an Atlantic motherfucker? You in the wrong water, son? Yeah, yeah, they fucking do, dude. That's so funny, man. That's the best, dude. When I heard that, I was like, fuck, these guys are the sickest cunts, man. I know, dude. They're way, we're, we're so past knowing the intellectual capabilities of like them and like dolphins and shit. Yeah. We're way past that to still be fucking having them in captivity. Yeah, we, we should automatically have. 20 years ago have been like, yo, let these fucking things out, dude. Yeah. We shouldn't be having these things. Like, h- dolphins are, are sea humans. They are sea human. 100% dude. They're just fucking sea people. Yeah. They're just the branch of evolution that stayed in the water. And the, the other one became us. Yeah. That's what I think. I reckon they've probably got That's some... That's a fucking they, H in a pocket. Pro- some <laughs> shit, dude. They've probably got... Uh, if I reckon if you if you swum deep enough, they'd probably have uh, some very fine architecture down in the down in the water that these, uh, that these sea humans have built. Yeah, for sure, dude. <laughs> That's what Atlantis is, dude. Yeah. <laughs> People think it's his whole fucking mermaids or some type of like other sea people. No, dude, that's just dolphins. Yeah, that's dolphins. You bro. idiot. Yeah, obviously dolphins. A couple of Red Cliff dolphins got together one day and built Atlantis. And if you don't know that, you don't know fucking history, bruh. Mm. But I just think that's fucking sick, dude. Like I 
Dude, I'm kind of all about animals sort of attacking us every now and then. Oh, it's just, I think you, gotta, you it. got a reality check. Yeah. Because what it is, dude, we've all worked with someone who hasn't been punched in the face nearly enough. Yeah, for sure. No, not nearly enough have they been punched in the face. Multiple people. And I'm sure people have thought that about me heaps. Yeah, I'm sure they have too. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day, dude. What? I reckon, like, you know how we have... Anzac Day, one of the great days of the year. Yeah, great day. One day that you are allowed to legally play two up. Yes. And you can play two up, you can gamble. I reckon every day, I mean, sorry, every year, I'd say the first Tuesday of December, right? Because first Tuesday of November, Melbourne Cup Day, exactly one month after that, it's getting towards the business end of the year, right? That should be Employee Fight Club Day. So anyone who's pissed you off during the year, you can walk in and you can punch on with that cunt and... You get like a mini purge. Yeah, it's like a mini purge. Like a mini, like, low-key, we're not letting you steal, we're not letting you fucking kill people. Yeah. You're allowed to challenge one person to a fist fight and they are not allowed to decline. Yeah. Equal opportunity as Equal well. opportunity too. You can fight a bitch if you want. If they've been a bitch. If they've been a bitch. And if they want equality, then this is what they got to get. Yeah. You know how many less passive-aggressive passive emails you would receive if you know that on the fucking first Tuesday of December, someone oh, can come yeah. in and punch the fucking shit out of you? There would be millions of people around the country for once in their life fucking coming correct, dude, and fucking acting right. Yeah, because now the actual reality of a physical confrontation is there and it's possible. And there are too many people out there, dude, that are living their life as if it's not possible at yeah, all. There is. And you're not allowed to call in sick that day. Not allowed you to call in sick that allowed. day. If you, yeah, and it's just one thing, dude. Like you can just have like a chick in your thing, dude, and you can just fucking belt the shit out of her. Like your supervisor, dude. I had a supervisor when I used to be a lifeguard who was just a cunt. Mm. Just an old cunt Like one of those people that like When you when you work as a pool lifeguard It's a really good starter Slash in between job Where you, from in, in between school And then whatever you're supposed to be Really be doing Yeah so you, you come out of school Everyone who's working there is like Between like 16 and like 24 That's it Yeah like If you're working there past the age of 24 Dude get it together cunt um, so if she, if there's people working there, dude, who are in their fifties, yeah, these are people that have not achieved anything in their life, dude, and they just make your life fucking hard. Dude. Shattered and dreams. I would have loved to have challenged my sixty-two-year-old supervisor at the fucking public pool that I worked at to just a fucking punch on on pool deck. Oh, that would be that would be entertaining for the masses. Oh, make a day of it. Yeah. Make a day of it. Gold coin donations. You get to come in and watch all the fucking people fight. There's a sausage sizzle afterwards. Sausage sizzle. If your jaw's not broken, you can get one. Exactly. You get, if you pick the winner, you get a free bucket of chips. Yeah, dude. Free bucket of chips, mate. Fuck that was it. the number one ticket item at the Queen Bean pool that I used to oh, work at, dude. Every pool. Yeah. And Hot I was chibis? so good at making them, too. I was the best. You dose it with chicken I just had, that. like, yeah, dude. Because I would, like, I'd, you're not supposed to cook them too much, so all of them are crunchy, dude. Some of them are supposed to have a little bit of fucking thing for them. And you put them out and then I would dose them. Like fucking mix them all around, dose them, mix them all around, dose them. So I'd give them like three layers of salt, dude. Yeah. And that's how you're supposed to do it. I used to hate when I'd see people do it. Don't undersalt my chicken chips. And I'm going, guys, these guys are paying fucking $3.50. Yeah. Give them some fucking salt. 
You fucking cheap cunts. You dog. And that's another reason too why I wanted to fight that bitch, dude. Is she? I used to get in trouble for packing the box of chips, the bucket of chips, too tightly with too many chips. Yeah, no, that's not. And right. I used to be sitting there going like, "Where we are selling them for three dollars fifty a bucket? A bag of the frozen chips that we get were four dollars. Yeah, and you could make." At least 25 to 30 buckets of chicken with one of those packets. So I'm just like, you're all, we're already ripping them off, man. Let me fucking pack as many chips as I can into this little bucket so that these cunts can go and fuck go back and continue trying to fucking finger the other girl that they're with at the pool. Dude, they're 14-year-old boys and yes. they don't have much money. They want some hot chips and some hot bitch. Yes. Right? Let them get both, bruh. Let them fucking get both, dude. So many times these kids didn't have enough money, dude. And I would just go, yeah, whatever, bro. And just let them the kills weren't my fucking priority, bro. Let them get some greasy fingers, bro. Let them get Whether some it's greasy from the fingers, chips or dude. The dude. Exactly. You see the whole <laughs> group of like 15, 16 year olds of like, you know, four dudes, four girls. And they would come in and I'm just sitting there going like, fucking, let's facilitate the best environment that we can for these guys to possibly finger, finger a chick or get their dick touched. Yeah, let's facilitate young love. Let's facilitate young love. love that's how love. God wanted it. Yeah. And you're in here di fucking smashing the mood by yelling at me for giving them too many chips. Yeah, bruh. Tone it down. It's Cut already, it out. It's already awkward enough for them as it is. Yeah. They're trying to hide boners. They're, they're trying seeing, to hide bro. Because they're seeing fucking, they're seeing their, their, their desired sex in bikinis for probably oh, yeah. the first time. Wet, dripping, sun glistening. like like No parental water supervision. On Chlorined water on the tits with the sun, dude. The boys are having fun. I'm getting stiffy just thinking about it. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's why you should be able to fight one of your. You should, boys. and I tell you, I tell you who I would have fought yesterday. Yeah, who the bloke at Frangos who served me was just a right proper cunt. I didn't like his attitude, man. He didn't have a good attitude, did he? No, he had a fucking horrible attitude, and I was like, look, bro, you don't know that I've travelled from Newcastle on a fucking mission. To help out a struggling podcast by boosting morale that had a shit set up. That's beside the point. And then I wanted a bit of Frangos before coming home and doing another podcast. And then we fucking have to drive around the block four times to get a fucking car park. Oh, dude. To the point where I almost was like, fuck Frangos, let's just go. But I was like, nah, Frangos rips. I was so excited for it. Go in there and he goes, do you want chili on your, on your chicken? And I go, yeah, bro. Obviously, that's why I'm here. Your chili sauce is the fucking main selling point. And he goes, what about on your chips? And I was like, yeah, like, just do... Because in other Frangos, bro, you can order it, and then they just have chili and mayonnaise and chicken salt to the side. So you go dose your chips with the chicken salt, then you smash the chili sauce, and you can smash a little bit of mayonnaise or whatever on if you want. This fucking guy's like, we can't put mayonnaise on chicken. And I was like, bro, you, you can... When it comes out, you just put the chili sauce and a bit of fucking mayonnaise on there, bro. It's not like I'm not asking you to perform fucking open heart surgery. Yeah, bro. fucking hell, cunt. I'm not asking I'm you to go out into the fucking pen out the back and fucking chop a chicken's head off and then fucking defeather it and shit. Yeah, dude. just put some fucking mayonnaise on my chicken, dude. I see it right there, dude. Just put it on it. I'm asking you to use your right or left hand, whichever is your dominant hand, to shake a sauce bottle and. Fucking squeeze it, you rat cunt. How hard is it, bro? 
I wanted up. to fucking and then bro and then he's just like what what do you want like fucking sauce on your chips and I was like yeah you can put some sauce on there and bro could I have gotten some chips with the sauce how oh, much yeah, sauce can't, you had so much. <laughs> I was like what the fuck is this kind I'm having to wipe sauce off chips and then I had to just like disregard the whole top layer just to get crunchy chips at the bottom and I was just like look mate I will fight you right now bro you wait till the first fucking Tuesday in December I'm coming back. Oh, so would you be able to go and fight anyone that you didn't work with? Well, I think I, I think what I'd do in this situation is I would apply over and over and over and over yeah. and over and over again until I finally got a job at Frango's and I would probably start on the first Tuesday of December and I'd walk right up to Liam and I'd just fucking headbutt him twice on the bridge of the nose and then it'd be on. Yeah. You, you would be sick. Like, it, it, you qualify if you only have to do, like, a trial shift somewhere. So if you just don't like someone, all you have to do is get like a trial shift at where they work and then just never go back and yeah. you qualify to be able to go and fight them. I'm telling you what, man, because uh, I think you have to work with them because otherwise I think it's just too, the purge could get too violent. Yeah, no, you're right. Then that leaves it too much of like people will then just be doing that for people they hate. And that's not the spirit of the day. It's not the that's spirit, not of, the the spirit day. of the holiday. Because I would go you straight fight in. Fight someone that gives you the shits, but you work with them. So nothing can ever come of it. Because yeah. you both are under the same employment banner and you're going to get fired. And you've had you've had a year of justified reasons to do it. Because yeah. if, if on if on the first Tuesday of December, I got to fucking punch on with someone, no fucking repercussions. Bro, I'd wake up in the morning, I'd make a coffee, I'd take the dog for a walk, I'd give my partner a lovely kiss on the lips and tell her how much I love her. Then I'd walk straight across to the Stockton Bowling Club and I'd just try fight every cunt in there. Everyone who works at the Stockton Bowling Club, I'd just try fucking beat the shit out of them. Really? Because they got poor attitude, poor customer service, and they hate their life and they take it out on me when I'm trying to get a beer there. I've never done anything in there, but I'm in there a lot because I go and get money out in there. And I think all of them know me as just the guy who's obviously buying drugs. Dude, because I just walk in there, I walk straight to the ATM, I get money out, and then I get, I walk out and get my car and drive off. They, like, I was in there one time. There's this old bitch who works there, and she's like, "Bro, I'm in the, I'm the line for the beer." I go, she goes, "What do you want?" And I was like, "Could I grab a Cooper's, please?" And she goes, "Are you a member?" This is like, bro. This is the, my first time walking in the club, mm. and I go, "Ah." Uh, no, I'm not a member. She goes, can't serve you if you're not a member. And I was like, okay, well, I'll become a member. So then I go fill out this form and she goes, you have to be referred by a member to join. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's just like, another member has to endorse your membership for you to get a membership here. Oh, do I? Do I need a fucking endorsement to join the Stockton Bowling Club, cunt? Yeah. What the fuck? And I was like, mate, I want to take... My missus out for a fucking meal and have a drink. That's all I want to do. And she goes, do you live in Stockton? And I was like, yeah, I've just moved here. She wanted to see my license. And then because I hadn't updated my license, bro, this is like when we first moved to Stockton, mm. I still had an ACT license. She's like, that's an ACT license. I don't think you live here. And I was like, cunt, I'll drag you by the hair across the road to the house that I just fucking rented. I can take you through a tour. I live here, cunt. Yeah. And then, like, she's just like, look, there might be a member that's happy to endorse you. I see some old dude, and I was like, hey, bro, what's going on? He's like, that's happening, Cobber. I'm like, 
Like, can you endorse me to become a member so I can get a fucking beer? And he laughed. He goes, yeah, no worries. I was like, I'll buy you a beer for your endorsement. Mm. And he's like, nah, don't worry about it, mate. People should look after one another. I was like, you'd think that. And you'd think if you're working in hospitality, mm. you'd have that fucking attitude as well. And from that day, I've just hated that cunt. Yeah, fuck that. Dude, but that's another thing too, dude, is that like she's obviously an old girl. Mm-hmm. She might have been fucking working there. She's been working there for 30 years, for th- I found out. They're, yeah. they're, they're exactly what I was about to say, dude. She left she school might and have started been, working there. Yeah, exactly. She's a fucking do-nothing worthless cunt. She's done nothing but be a fucking bar wench yeah. for the last fucking 30 years. Of course she's a cunt, dude. She's a bar fly, dude. She's a bar fly. Yeah. You, you should never respect anyone that's worked in a bar past the, more than, like, four or five years, dude. Unless they're at, like, a proper, like, genuine, like, bar. Like, bar, bar. Where they, like, make you drinks and they have, like, fucking bartender fucking shit. And they wear, like, a fucking, that, like, weird curly thing on their fucking arm. And they're dressed like a fucking, they play in a fucking jazz quartet. <laughs> Those cunts, you're, like, nice. But if you if you just got a fucking... Bitch in a fucking polo shirt Working at a fucking bolo Or an RSL Yeah She can fucking suck my ass Because there's two different types of people That work at bars That will facilitate alcohol Is The people that really love Having a good time They might own the pub They like pouring beers They like the talking shit And there's people that like making cocktails or, you know, making whiskey drinks and they can tell you fucking everything. Yeah, you're right. What I said before excludes all of those types of people. And then you get the polo shirt wearing fucking gronks that have just been there for 30 years and they've never really, you know, they've got a fifth grade education, really. They watch all of their friends that they went to school with around that age go off to bigger and better things and they're just still working at the fucking bolo. Yeah. Fucking dogs. Yeah, it's what a fucking dumb dog. So yeah, that's why in conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> that's why in conclusion, dude. First um, first Tuesday, December, I reckon we should be able to punch on with employees. I think we need to start a political party about this. Yes. This is what we're gonna do. It's gonna be legalized weed and fight employees. And anyone listening, if you guys have have or have had beef with any of your fucking employees, man, call in and fucking tell us about it. Yeah, man. we wanna know we, wanna, we know. wanna know about your annoying employee that you work with. Yeah. That one hundred percent needs a fucking punch in the face. And if you don't know the number, again, it's 0284057931. Let us know, dude. Tell us about your most annoying and fucking employee because I reckon, brother, the disciples out there would have some belters. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. From some of the calls we've already gotten in, as there's not a chance these cunts have had great relationships with everyone they've worked with. No one has. There's not a chance, cunt. Um, I tell you what caught my eye this week, dude, in a completely unrelated 180 turn of events. Awesome uh, go. A, um, a, a Valley attorney has picked up a client that is suing a sex toy company. The client uh, purchased a butt plug right. that was advertised as 100% silicon. So right. this client is a fucking dumb dog first and foremost. Is but this guy or a girl the client? Um, I don't think it says, um, but the client wears this butt plug to an MRI appointment. Yeah. That's girl stuff. I think that's dumb dude stuff. Yeah. It could be both. Yeah. Yeah. Like what would be like. Because girl stuff is just wearing butt plugs throughout your day. 
Like, do you know chicks that are just like every now and they just wear butt plugs for like just their day? I I worked with a chick who used to wear a butt plug to work. Yeah, I've I've known people that do like not to work, but I know that they've done stuff where they've errands. Like no, like they've gone like to dinner with like the like the vibrating like underwear or whatever. Oh and it's yeah, just like controlled by the <laughs> switch. Um, so I th- to me this kind of seems like a dude thing, and here's why: it'd be like, bro, you need to get an MRI. Yeah, man, I dare you. I dare you to wear a butt plug so it comes up in the imagery. Real, th- is that what you reckon? That's what I reckon's going on. Reckon that could be a possibility, but I, I reckon this is definitely like a a very shameful. Like this person doesn't tell anyone about this. This is this is like this is like a dude who's on his way to and the final stop on the train line is one man one jar. You know what I mean? Like one man one jar. The guy who did that. Started off a few years previously, probably just wearing a butt plug around. Silicon butt plug. Wearing a butt plug to the fucking grocery store. So what's happened with this, mate, is um, much the client's dismay, the butt plug has, in fact, a metal core. Oh. Metallic core. So the butt plug has accelerated uh, at the speed of sound up into the client's chest cavity and has been described in a memo as an an anal rail gun. So the guy survived or the girl survived, but they had to get like major surgery on this. You so would like, have to, bro. It just comes straight up and destroys your internal organs. But I think this person probably will win this case because if there is no message that this has a metallic core, mm. because like, dude, going into an MRI, which is basically, I'm pretty sure like high speed magnets or something. Yeah, shit, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I've, had, I've had to have a few. Yeah. I, I, th- I think that's what the M in MRI stands for, magnetic. As I, as we said, we're dumb dogs. We can't build buildings. We're fucking no medical professionals. But bruh. Just a couple of throbbers with a podcast. A couple really. of throbbers with a podcast that tell great dick jokes on yep. Fridays, Saturday nights at the Newcastle Comedy Club. But bruh, here's the image of it. Have a gander at that. Look how far up into the chest it's gone. Yeah, that's fucking nuts, cunt. That's up through the rib cage. That's fucked, that's fucking nuts, bro. Brutal. Here's dude. just another thing too, man. It's like, why, why when you're getting an MRI? Yeah. For any any type of medical thing, dude, you can't have any of your shit fucking in, dude. Yeah, they make you take out earrings. They make dude. you take. They made me take out all of my piercings, dude. Piercings. I rings, had to take out my everything. ears, my fucking like the helix fucking part that I got done. I had to take out my fucking lip piercing. I just take out fucking everything, dude. Yeah. Otherwise, it's getting ripped off. Otherwise, it gets ripped off, cunt. And so, any type of medical thing, when it comes to any type of medical machinery, dude, you just have to take every type of metal metal thing out, dude. You, that's got to be general knowledge, fucking thing, man. You can't just put butt plugs in and go and have an MRI. Yeah. It's so stupid that that person thought that that would be a good idea. That's why I think they thought it would be a laugh. Like, that's the only... Like, I just can't think that anyone would be that stupid. No, they, I... But I there are so many stupid I people. absolutely can, yeah. Yeah, there's so many stupid I think it's way more... Way more likely that it's just some fucking sick freak that is just doing things with it and he just didn't know. He yeah. didn't know that that's what it does. And he just went and got an MRI. I was like, oh, I'll just have a butt plug in when I go fucking... I've got to go do an MRI. This is a sexual deviant. 
Yeah. This is a sexual deviant. <laughs> so this There's person is, out there. So this person has strayed from the Lord and hasn't been blessed, obviously, with intelligence, because if you're intelligent, you wouldn't stray from the Lord like that. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Because, look, am I all over the Old and New Testament? Maybe not as well as I should be. But That's I bet my bottom dollar that there is no mention no. in the Old Testament or the New Testament that you should wear butt plugs to medical appointments. No, it doesn't say that in there, dude. And I, I haven't read every single word of the Bible. Sue me. I've read a chunk, a fair chunk of it. Yeah, I've had, I, a, I've I had, had it read I, to me. I had a Bible app on my phone and it would fucking give me a sick verse every day and I'd read a bi- verse of the Bible every day. Hell yeah, dude. Which is fucking nice as fuck. Yeah. Um, Paul's my favorite. But um, yeah, dude, so fucking, but I've never saw, I never had any type of verse suggested to me that fucking thee shall wear butt plug for fucking MRI appointments. Look, it's not in the Bible and it's not on. And that person, look, that's a shit way to get a lot of money, dude. But I reckon they're going to get a lot of money. I, I, can they get a lot of money? Can you get a lot of money if you go saying, this butt plug said that it was silicon and I wore it to get an MRI and it shot up through my chest. If I should sue the butt plug company. If the, How about you sue your fucking mum and dad for raising a fucking spastic cunt? A sinner. A fucking sinning, disgusting, deviant. What it is, is if that packaging... Or their website states one hundred percent silicon butt plug. Then that yeah, that's a big one. Trouble. Does it say silicon butt plug or a hundred percent silicon? Hundred percent silicon butt plug because that's what it says in the notes there. Oh uh, yeah, okay. Anyway, guys, do not stick butt plugs and go on MRIs. If you're a butt plug deviant, that's cool. But just pick your time <coughs> and your place for for butt plugs. Time and place, man. Fucking hell, sort it out. And on that note, we're gonna have a quick break, and we'll be right back. <laughs> We have returned. We have returned. We have returned. And uh, like Jesus will soon. Hear that little tst. That, that, ladies and gentlemen. That's a, that is, that is a vodka cruiser. That's a. I should have said yes, can't I want one? Yeah, dude. How good a fruit piece? Do you want to grab one? I'll grab one. Don't worry about it. Um, What what, What a fucking some sick cruiser experiences you've had. Oh, dude. Tell Um, me about it. Dude, fuck. Well, basically, just before we go on, uh, this was... Um, Keep talking to I'm listening. This is friend of the show, um, Zeke. So when his partner came up here that day, uh, lady, um, she bought some of these vodka cruisers, or as they're affectionately called in Australia, some fruit beers. So shout out to uh, Zeke and lady for, hey, leaving leaving your boy a little gift because... The gift is appreciated. It is uh, not undervalued. And I've been waiting for a special time to crack a little cheeky fruit beer. And today is the day. So shout out to those guys. They also have a podcast called Two Hearts, One Home. Vastly different podcast to what we have here. But, you know, yeah. if you, if you want to hear about a young mixed race couple, you know, living their life and, and challenges with ADHD and everything else that they are going through and self-improvement... Go give them a listen, but uh, mate, cheers to cheers to the fruit beers, mate. Fuck it, I've had some. Uh, I remember 
my first experience with the fruit beers. Lay it on me. I would have been 14. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a perfect age to be introduced to fruit beers. Yeah, because they taste like they taste like fucking soft cordial drink. or a soft drink. Yeah, cordial. Probably is more accurate. And they'll get you a little bit drunk. So yeah. my next door neighbor. Yeah. My next door neighbor um, was having a girl's night. So she was, I think, the year older than me. Ooh, it best. was like one of those things where she, you know how like if you're born a certain age, then you just get to go the year above? Yes. Yeah. So I think she was young for the year above, possibly. I think, I think I'm remembering that correctly. And um, I was friends with her younger brother as well. And uh, she was having a little bit of a sleepover with some girls in the backyard and they were having a, uh, they had a tent and me and my next door neighbor, Tom, were going to sleep on the trampoline. And basically the dad's like, I know the girls are a bit deviant. So I need you boys to like kind of keep an eye and make sure that nothing silly's going on. Yeah. And this is how crazy you are as like a 15 year old kid or yeah. like, I think I was, I think I was like maybe 13 or 14, but, um, my next neighbor Lauren was friends with like these guys. Right. So they wanted to have some drinks and stuff. Obviously. So they just decided to camp in the backyard and then invite dudes down. <laughs> So dude's like walking down the driveway through the back fence into the backyard to like hang out with the girls. Mm -hmm. And me and Tom were supposed to be like, oi, nah, bruh, none of that. But the girls were like, hey, we'll give you cruises if you shut the fuck up. Yeah. So we're just drinking. We're trying to get fingered. We're drinking cruises. And uh, I remember... Them, they would, they had, we had cruisers, we had double blacks, Bacardi breezes. Remember them? Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. I remember like getting this weird feeling like in my legs after drinking probably about five. And I was like, oh, okay. This is what being drunk is. This is pretty fun. Yeah. And then, um, you know, obviously, I think, I think the, I think the parents knew what was going on. I think they knew that, you know, Kids are being kids out there, but at least they're doing it in the safety of the backyard. So the next day, they were like, "What? It, what happened?" And we we're like, "Oh, uh, well, we fell asleep. We yeah, uh, completely zonked out. Mm. I think the girls had a pretty good night. No harm done, except for when the girls are like walking back to like get picked up by their parents. There's just clanging of bottles, <laughs> so they've all like cleaned up and like put them in their bags and sleeping bags and shit, but." That was my first experience. I've had many great, great experiences with the vodka cruises. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I had um my one of my first experiences with uh, vodka cruises was um because because knowing you know my background, dude, but I'm white trash, dude. Obviously, my first formative drinking years were usually just goon bags. Yep. But when you finally graduated to something a little bit more pricey, dude, like a vodka cruiser. It was um my year up uh, my year ten formal after party. Oh, okay. And it was out on this girl's property in fucking Womboin. Damn, dude. Like full out bush, dude. Hey, and just before you go any or go on any further, yeah. Shout out to her parents. Shout out, dude. Shout because out. Because this is like this is like this is peak 
testosterone, estrogen, going fucking rampant. Yep. You're experimenting with alcohol. It's probably the first time you dress up in nice formal attire. You're first feeling, time I ever wore a suit. Yeah, and you know how like you you know how like if you could be a six but you put a suit on and you feel like an eight, but you're mm-hmm. not really an eight, but you feel like it. So everyone's feeling hot and fresh. And now you're starting to dance with the devil with a few vodka cruises. Yes, cunt. Shout out to her parents for just being like, you know what? We'll have the after party. How many kids were there, you reckon? That would have been about 40. <laughs> Fucking hell. That would have been about 40 just out on this property, dude. And they basically were just like, the parents were like, all right, we're going to be up this end of the house. You have all of that fucking downstairs, the fucking other everything area, the property is fucking whatever. Please just fucking be careful, dude. And we, because I, my mum brought me a six pack of Corona. Yeah. And I was like, thanks, that'll be enough, dude. So that was gone within the fucking first couple, like hour. So I was just fucking smashing them. And then, then, then someone had just bought like, there was cases of cruises. Not one case, like cases, dude. Yeah. And we're just fucking punching them, punching them, punching them. There's like a fire out the back. We have a fire. We went tree tipping. You know, when you just find dead <laughs> trees and you run out and you run, run out, run against them and push them over. Some real juvenile shit. Real juvenile shit, dude. I reckon, I can't, I can't even remember how many. I got, I got blackout drunk. Yeah, nice. I got blackout drunk and apparently we were like sort of, people started going to bed and obviously people who were fucking sick as hell were still partying. Yeah, I was in, I was in, it was just like this whole downstairs area and there was just people on the floor. Like there, I think there ended up being like 30 people just sleeping on the floor in this downstairs rumpus room. I was with this chick. We started hooking up, dude. I fingered her, right? I was, I was, <laughs> I was fucking, I was fingering her. I'm like, this is sick, mad. It ended up whatever. And I went back outside of drinking. I blacked out. I don't remember much. And then I woke up, I woke up. No shirt, no shoes, jeans on, just it fucking in a field in a bush. <laughs> <laughs> I just woke up in a field, dude. Dude, how funny is it? Like when you get when you get drunk of that, you've got a fucking bong lung, dude. Yeah, I got a fucking. Mad you need bong to do a detox or some shit, yeah, bro. My bad. Um, dude, how funny is it at that young age as well? You don't get hungover. No, I remember my sister. I just bounced up, dude. But sorry, let me finish. I woke up in a field. We get back. We're out in Wombon, dude. And here's the funny thing, dude. Is like, it was on a Thursday night, and the next day was supposed to be like the proper like year ten graduation like assembly and shit. So we all had to be there the next day. Yeah. So everyone was had to like get up early and like catch the school bus. From Wombon into fucking Campbell High, dude. That's so we're all up at like six in the morning, dude. We're fucking, everyone's like, ooh, whatever. I'm trying to find my shoes, <laughs> right? I'm trying, trying to find all this stuff. I had to walk back, dude, like almost a kilometer to the fucking house. Like I was out, out there, dude. Yeah. Out by myself. Don't know what the fuck happened. You went dude. walkabout. Bro. I went walkabout, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting in touch with my fucking non-indigenous roots, dude. And I came back on the school bus, man. On the school bus, dude. I get on there. We're about five minutes in. And then people just started fucking teasing me and this girl. Because apparently when everyone could just hear me fingering her. It really... Uh that's nothing to tease you about. I know, dude. Everyone was just like, oh, you fuck. And then someone was saying that like some some chick... My mate's girlfriend, <laughs> my mate at the time's girlfriend was like 
being a bitch about it to me and shit. Saying like, oh, we couldn't fucking sleep because you and fucking this other chick were fucking, we could fucking hear and shit like that. Right, right, right. And then I just, I think I, I remember saying something about like fucking, yeah, just like when you were fucking sucking his dick at, at some other fucking house party that happened. And then he started laughing and then she cried. Yeah. And then everyone laughed and it, it was all good, man. It was, I was, I won everyone back. I, yeah, I had everyone, to win the room back. Yeah. You got the, you got the room back. They were against you. They were like, against you. Me. Had to, to, yeah. That was the first time you dug yourself out of a hole. Yeah. Like, that was, I could do this. <laughs> yeah, it was, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was digging myself out of bombs before I even started doing stand up. Yeah, bro. Um, my sister's 18th was, um, and I owe it all to these, mate. Yeah. Vodka cruises. Vodka cruises. My sister's 18th was exactly that. Midori's, remember the fucking green Midori's, yeah. green Midori's, Bacardi breezes, vodka cruises, fucking all that jazz, right? And uh, we had a pretty big house in Corwell, and I think I would have been fifteen at the time, so I was I was sneaking some drinks. I was being a bit of a fucking bit of a reckless man, and my sister had this friend Ashlyn, who do you have an older sister or your sister's younger? Both my sisters are younger. Okay, so if you're a guy that's listening to the pod, if you're a disciple out there, you know what it's like to have. And if you've got an older sister and her friend is hot. Mm, I can only imagine. They could just be a standard chick, but like because you're younger, you're like, she is the, she is the hottest. She's the best. Yeah. And um, I remember we were sitting out the back and Ashlyn was drinking Jaeger bombs. Oh, yeah. 18, bottle of Jaeger, case of Red Bulls, ready to rip and tear in. And uh, she came and, like, sat on my lap. And I was like, oh, no, boner alert. Like, my sister's hottest friend is showing me way too much attention. And she's like, would you like to do a a Jaeger bomb? And I was like, yeah, okay. And she's like, have you ever done one? And I tried to be cool and be like, yep. Have a... Does the sun come up in the morning, Ashlyn? Of course I've done a Jager bomb. What do I look like? A virgin? Yeah. So, which I wasn't. Oh, maybe I wasn't at the time. Anyway, that's that's beside the point. So anyway, she makes me a suicide bomb. So I don't know if you've heard what a suicide bomb is, but that's the reverse. So it's a cup of Jager with a shot of Red Bull. Okay, so that's fucked up. It's fucked up, dude. So she makes me one of those and gives me this Jager. I start to take a drink out of it, and she just tips the cup up. So she's raising the cup up, forcing the skull. And I don't want to get anything on my clothes, so I'm just pounding this thing, and it sent me to another dimension, bro. Like, that was the first time that I got, like, motion sickness from drinking. And, like, I had to, like... Yeah, the first time you run into the dizzies. Yeah. And you go, fuck, this is what people mean. Yeah, so I had to, like, sleep with, like, one foot on the ground. I don't know if you know that trick. Yeah, yeah. so I was doing that, and I was just in a world of hurt, bro. I couldn't do Jaeger bombs or Red Bull, for that matter, for a very long time afterwards. I think it was until, like, 2015 that I could eventually creep back into that world. So that would have been probably 2006 that that happened. Fuck, cunt. And 2006? Yeah. Dude, I was in year five. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean, cunt? 2006? Yeah. Dude, I was in year five. What year did you graduate? Oh, nine. Oh, nine? Yeah. I was in year eight. Yeah, fuck, I'm an old dog, dude. Fucking hell, Old dog, young heart, but. Damn, dude. You graduated in 08. What a time to be alive it would have been for you. I wish I was... Cognizant in teenage years for longer in the mid 2000s. 
Yeah. I wish I had longer of a teenage year that didn't have social media in it. Because by the time that like I was in year 10 or 11, like definitely year 11, we were, we were like bang in social media age. Yeah. So Facebook came out like 08, I think, or 07, but wasn't cool to like 08. In Australia, yeah, yeah, so, well, def- I, I, it was definitely it was made first in like 04. Yeah, we but had like I didn't get it until twenty ten. We had like MySpace and uh, Bebo. Uh, Bebo. I had Bebo. Fuck, Be- dude, Bebo, Bebo? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dude, dude Bebo was love, bro. You had one love that you could send, dude. Bebo. Listen, listen here. I had a Tupac skin for sure, dude. Dude, I was changing skins all the time, dude, and because I was like full gay emo kid, dude. My skins were like my chemical romance, my chemical <laughs> romance, like Hawthorne Heights, red jumpsuit apparatus and shit. You know when you could like get a fucking song that would just start like a YouTube video that would just start playing immediately as yeah. soon as someone's on your page. It was always some type of like it was like under oath writing on the walls or like mud vein or some fucking shit. Both my Valentine got a fucking good rips in there, dude. I have no idea any you of You have no people. idea what yeah. I'm talking about, dude, but anyone out there knows exactly, dude. <laughs> Think like mid-2000s, early 2010s. Straightened fringes. Like straightened fringes, skinny ripped jeans. Holes in the hoodies. So holes in the hoodies, put your thumbs through, painted nails, dude. Like just like... The gayest, but also the, still the exact type of music that I still listen to. That's funny because I've got a theory that you will always love the music that you lost your virginity to. So if you were listening to a certain genre of music when you lost your virginity, I think you always love that music. Well, I lost my virginity. T- I, I was losing my virginity to the Circle of Life song in The Lion King. Which is why it's the greatest movie of all Which time. Which is why it's fun. I, and, and still, but then that comes on, I go, nice, dude. And you were Fuck yeah. you were practicing the circle of life. Yeah, dude. Dude, back to Bebo, man. How fucking ruthless was it having people in your top friends? Wasn't that MySpace? It was both. Yeah. It was you both. had like six or something? I, yeah, you had like six or six or eight. I had to interchange friends like fantasy, bro. Dude, I was, I would full, I would, listen, bro. I was full letting people know that they were getting dropped. Yeah. I was be like, cunt, this is... You haven't sent me love in a week. Yeah. You never give me shout outs. I'm not in your bio or anything. You're dropped. And I had a ruthless amount of likes, dude. Like, I ended up with over 2,000. I can't say I can barely remember it, but fuck, I'd love to go back and just see that page. Oh, it would be so good. If I could see my Bebo, like, with my first girlfriend and all that kind of shit, that would be... And it would be full of, like, when memes before you even knew what memes were. Yeah. They're, like, very early days memes. Where it would just be, like, that banana that that was dancing going, (laughs) peanut butter, jelly time, Uh, Just that. And you'd just be like, this is the best, dude. The internet is incredible. What a time to be young and alive. What a fucking time to be alive, dude. But that Bebo ended... When I was in like year ten, like year ten, everyone was like, "No, Bebo was just gone." Yeah, it was just gone, happened. dude. Rest and, in peace, Bebo. And I, I got Facebook late. Like everyone was on me. Like you got to get Facebook, and I I resisted for a while. Like yeah. people had my friends that had Facebook for like a year, nearly two years before I did. I was still holding on to like, no, I'm the king of Bebo. Like I'm killing it on this. This is where it, where it really is at. It's easy for you guys to fucking move on because you guys are nobody on here, dude. I was smashing it. In and early, then it just got taken away from me, dude. In early days of Facebook, there was weird games like vampires versus werewolves and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember just like, I remember one of my brother's friends roasted me. He's like, mate, I'm not playing this fucking stupid game with you, bro. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what a dog. It was, it was pretty funny. Um, back to, back to when I was able to do Jaeger bombs again. It wasn't until I was in Canada, bro. Yeah. And I had a boss that 
um, that love the Jaeger bombs, and they had, bro, Canadians and I think more Americans. Americans facilitate a good time better than anyone, I think. You in terms of like, if you're going to the bar, we won't cut you off. We'll let you get pissed. If you vomit or start a fight, then you have to leave. But you can get, mm. if you're sleeping, fighting or vomiting, then you have to go. But aside from that, they'll let you get as sloppy as you want. The more you tip, the heavier the hand pour gets with the spirits. My boss had this, um, the sickest thing. This is so Canadian, bro. He had a, a hockey stick, right? Yeah. And Already. we nicknamed it the slap shot ski. So like a bit of a nod to Wayne Gretzky. Mm. Slap shot obviously is a move in ice hockey, but it's a it's a stick. It's a hockey stick, right? But then it's got little groove holes for shot glasses. Oh. So you'd fill these shots up and then like you and five of your mates would, or like three mates would hold this stick and then you'd tip it up and you'd do a shot together. That's awesome. It ripped, dude. That's and, so fun. And dude. he loved Jaeger bombs, man. So he's like, you're doing a fucking Jaeger with me. So I was like, oh, fuck. But I was like, I don't want to be a pussy. But I'd given it I'd given it enough grace period that I was about it again. Yeah, fuck it. Got to do them and I was like, yeah, these are fucking sick, these things. Yeah, that's fucking... Dude, I'm, I do miss stuff like that. And you know what, dude? I'll, I'll tell you this, honestly. Last year, I had that memory again of... Of uh, old mate Ashlyn And I was like I wonder where she ended up dude wonder where she's doing in the world Is she married? Does she have kids? She's still drinking Jaeger mm. And you know what? What? I guess we'll never know dude Oh You don't know I guess we'll never know You don't want to have a look? Part of me does But I'm like I'm a committed man in a, in a happy relationship And what if she's not hot anymore dude? What if I've just ruined Like I can't ruin that cool memory No I know exactly what you mean dude Because I've ruined that for myself yeah, I've ruined that for myself, dude. There was this fucking one chick that I knew when I, when we were young, like school time, like a little bit out of school. And this chick was always so she. Was, I I thought she was so fucking hot, dude. Yeah, she just was. She was just hot. Like she just this chick. She just always did it for me, dude. Always did it for me. I only ever like. There was a couple times where we like hung out with the same group of people and stuff like that. But it was like one of these chicks where I was just like. I was almost like even too shy to like even fucking try anything to because I was just like this chick's so fucking hot and she was always like super nice and whatever and we're like it was just whatever and then it was only like maybe like six months ago or something like she was it was on Facebook and she had just been tagged in like a group photo of another girl that I'd been friends with for like, since we were like in year 10. Yeah. And I didn't even know that they were in the same friendship group because it must have just been you know how like your friendship group that you have when you're young It doesn't always stay that way Yeah okay. And like sometimes people Like just crisscross And just end up being friends With someone else that you know Yeah Canberra especially Bro So it's just like Oh you're like You're like Fuck these two people Completely different parts of my life And then now they're just friends How the fuck do you two meet? Can I interrupt quickly With a, a, a prime example Of this happening? Go So I was dating this chick When I was like 18 mm. um, And then Did work out and then when I was like 21, I started dating this other chick. Didn't work out. And then probably like a year later, um, I'm on I'm on the socials. Friends with both of them still on socials. And then I saw that they're now best friends. Oh. But they're like, they were two chicks that were both like the hottest girl in the friendship group that like 
but were also kind of a little bit bitchy and nasty at times. Yeah, of course. And now they're best friends. And mm. I looked at it and I was like, holy shit, these two chicks are best friends. And I'm like, I guarantee they're not going to be best friends in a year. <laughs> yeah, and, were you and right? they weren't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were yeah. not, dude. Yeah, that's right. I've, I've had that where I've like, I've seen. That's so Canberra, bro. It's very Canberra because I have pretty much the exact same thing. I've seen two separate chicks that I've um, met up with and hooked up with because of Tinder. So both of these chicks had both been to my apartment that I used to live in doing the fucking nasty, dude. And then like a couple, a year or two later, dude, I see them both on a fucking trip to Bali together. On a girl's trip to Bali together, dude. And you know. And I'm sitting there going like, I bet you they've probably never talked about it. No, I reckon they have. Oh, I you reckon? Like, I was like 100%. I know these girls have both talked shit about me. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. But I was like, but for me, it was like. It wasn't like we dated or anything. It was just like I just had like both of them were on the roster for a bit. Yeah, both of them, both of them were on the starting five. Yeah, so like it's just shit like that. That's fucking mad Canberra, dude. Yeah, mad Canberra. It's fucking disgusting. It is. And now we're in the God. Now we're in God's country, Newcastle. Now we're in God's. We've graduated. We're we've in graduated. God's country, Newcastle. Um, but um, you were talking uh, off air about some. Uh, no, what was you interrupted me for something? Oh, that chick. Yeah, which one? The chick that fucking, <laughs> the chick that was super hot and I always liked her. And then I fucking saw oh, her yeah. tagged in another thing. And now she's, bro, she looks fucking rank. Oh, no. Rank. I'm talking, she's put on easily 30 kilos. What? Easily 30 kilos. She oh. had this like bleached blonde hair, but like the roots hadn't been done. And you know when like chicks get like weirdly sort of fat that their skin starts getting bad? She had, like, bad fat girl skin. Oh, no. And I remember just sitting there going, like, oh, no, dude. No. But then there's another one, too, of just being like, oh, well, like, this might, like, I had this fantasy that we fell in love and I got married and we had kids. This yeah. could have been what I was fucking dealing with now. Dude. So, thank fuck. You were like Neo in the Matrix, bro, just dodged a bullet. Oh, absolutely. God didn't let it happen. Yeah. God's, God's, God's shown you the light and you yeah. went, fuck, bro. Yeah, and I don't want to fucking be fucking... Saying too much, dude, because I know for sure that there was a good two-year period where I was weighing 115 kilos, <laughs> and there was sh- and there were pictures of me going up on Instagram and social media of all these fucking comedy fucking shit, and there would have absolutely been chicks that I used to fucking date, I used to root, I used to fucking maybe we are gonna date, maybe we're not. Things didn't work out. Fucking the timing was just never right. Would have fucking seen that and been gone. Thank fuck. Look at this fat cunt now. Yeah. Yeah, well, I feel you with that one, bro. Which is why 2023 is Year of the Hot Boy. It's Year of the Hot Boy. And we're getting hot again, dude. Yeah. I've been fucking sleeping the last fucking few weeks, dude. I think I've put on, I've definitely put on a few kilos. So I need to get back. I just need to get back on the bike. That's all, dude. Yeah. I must climb up back on the horse and just keep going. Yeah. You need to, uh, need to stay committed to the course. I haven't been to the gym in a few weeks, to be honest, because I've been, dude, I traveled away. Yeah. Did my mid North Coast run. Forgot to pack runners. And the good thing about Anytime Fitness is there's like, there is gyms everywhere. Everywhere. But you can't like, dude, can I go to the gym in Ugg Boots or RM Williams? No, you can't, dude. You, you and they're the only two footwear that I, because I was like, I wear the RMs during the day, Uggies at night. And I was so dirty with myself, cunt. I you, was could, like, you could go in barefoot. 
You could go lift barefoot. You could wear the Uggs, and then when you get to the thing, you could just do barefoot. Because people barefoot all the time. Yeah, it's, it's weird. But then you are that. one of the barefoot cunts. Yeah. You know how dudes who are like, they'll be like deadlifting barefoot or like yeah, squatting like, barefoot? And it's just like, cunts, if you know you're going to be doing deadlifting or squatting and shit like that, I understand you need to be flat. Just don't wear runners, dude. Wear Vans or Connies or something. How much, and how much are you lifting more with no fucking shoes on, cut? Yeah, it's... Wear your fucking Nikes, bro. Just stop it, bro. The only people who should be barefoot in gyms are hot chicks with nice looking toes. Those are the only acceptable ones for me. Well, that's because you're a toe man. You're yeah. a toe. You are <laughs> I'm a, a toe, toe bro. bro. But like, even <clears throat> even cunts filming shit in the gym. No, I don't like that at all, my dude. Fucking, I hate that. I fucking despise the videos online yeah. of people getting mad at people for like walking in their shot. Yeah, and you're, oh, just, and you're just like, cunt, you're in the fucking squat rack. At a fucking Gold's Gym, cunt. You're at a public a thousand, gym. It's, it's 5.30 p.m., dude. There's 300 people here and there's 11 machines. Yeah. Stop you, flexing in the fucking mirror and get the fuck out of here, slot. If you want to film yourself at the gym, this is your opportunity to do it. Go to the gym at 3 a.m. when there's no one there, cunt. Yes. Thank you. You can, be, you can be as fucking in, up your own ass filming yourself doing deadlifts or squats or whatever the fuck you want to do, do it then, dude. Yes. Do it then. Because it's like, yeah, oh, you walked in my shot. Did I, dude? Fucking cool, bro. i tell you what just does my head in. There Go. used to be this Go chick that worked at Anytime Fitness. And this was like peak me fat days of like 110 fat boy. Gross. And yeah, really. It's funny like when you're fat, but you're still grossed out by fat people. Oh, dude, I don't think I, – I I thought that being fat maybe might have given me, like, a little bit more of, like, an appreciation or maybe, like, empathy for them. But I think being fat and then now, like, making my way back to, like, not really being fat, I've I've never been more disgusted by them. Yeah, they I've are I've never been more disgusted by fat people than <laughs> after I've been a fat person. Yeah. Because I've lived it. Yeah, I've so lived I've it. So I've known and what it feels like and what what I what my capabilities were, how I felt, how hard things were, how bad fucking clothes like used to fit on me and stuff yeah. like that. And I just think going like anyone who still is like this or would even defend being like this is a fucking disgusting pig. Yeah, and you trade style for comfort, and I've always loved being stylish, but then I just had to be like, no, I'm just going to have to have a size 3XL shirt. There's no style, bro. Yeah, and there's like only, like, yeah, there's no style in, in clothes that big, and the thing is, even if you are, like, you're still a fat fuck. You're still a fat fuck. Yeah. And you're it's disgusting. A, yeah, so you're the hot boy. Get around it. You've got, well, you owe it to yourself and to your partner to be the hottest person you can be. Uh, which is why we are year of the hot boy. But yeah, so back to this chick, right? So I'm there in full peak fat boy, puffy face. Like mm. my face isn't puffy anymore. No. I don't know if you've noticed, but I have. We're, like I'm doing, I'm doing some fucking shoulder press. Yeah, the so best. So I've got the dumbbells, and I'm trying my best, right? This, and there's two types of rangers. There's ugly rangers and then there's hot rangers. And yeah, there's, there's no no, in almost between. no in between, dude. There's They're either the most disgusting, putrid human you've ever seen, i.e. Ed Sheeran type of fucking operators, or they're just the most beautiful people you've ever seen in your entire life. So dude. she was a hot redhead, right? And she comes up anytime fitness, like she's like walking through, making social media content, Filming and then comes up to me as I'm like 
mid fuck face, like on my eighth rep, trying to like push, push my like fucking 24 kilo dumbbells above my head. And she just films me without my consent, struggling being a fat fuck to Yuck. put online for everyone to see. And I was just like, I had to have a hiatus from the gym. I well, at like, least at least the footage was of you shoulder pressing twenty four kilo dumbbells, man. That's nothing to sneeze at. But like a lot of people can't do that. But still being a fat fuck doing it. Is yeah, like, yeah. And I'm like, dude, guts. And you're out. stronger when you're fat. You're stronger when you're fatter, dude. I definitely was. I fucking felt I was I was pushing a lot more weight when I was like one hundred and fifteen kilos. And I was just like, what what grinds my gears? It's like, bro, like. Get out, but but get you're out. right though. Hey, I'm here to better myself, not to fucking be a fucking social use media. Use your fucking pee fucking dog brain, man. Yeah, don't go and fucking put some fucking fat dude struggling. Yeah, get you know how much it took me to get to the gym. You're dude? trying to do social media for the gym, dude. You need to be getting the hottest or the most jacked dudes. Uh, yeah, in there, in there, dude. Yeah, there's five other hot dudes doing shit. Go film them, bro. Go fucking film them. We'll be right back. Mate, let's uh let's get into a bit of the disciple dial in, shall we? I know when the line bling I can only mean one thing. I know when the line bling I can only mean one thing. Here's the uh here's the first one from the fourteenth. Let's uh and that's that's the fourteenth disciple. That's oh. not. That's not the. That's not the. Should date. we just call him number fourteen? Yeah, that's what he's called. He's affectionately called the fourteenth. Uh, the fourteenth. Yeah, Joey the fourteenth. So, oh. Joe, this is this is for you, bro. I'm just gonna pause it there. Have one problem with a little bit of introduction music because it's not very clear at the moment. But I appreciate the effort that's gone into it. Mm -hmm. Let's keep it rolling. Young Joe Gay Review oh. It's a banger though oh, Yeah, how The name is Joseph I'm the 14th disciple oh. Of the Bradley Bishop podcast Sunday Just want to check in for my favourite gay nightclub review as at the 18th of May, 2023. This one's from KMC. Racism is racism and hosting parties that are race-specific is racism. Also, I will give this bar a second star as there are fewer women who stink up the place <laughs> compared to most other bars. But that's it. Alright, Joey checking out. Thanks guys. <laughs> He's got the outro music <laughs> Alright, love T Pain. I love that little banger. Uh, Joey, we just need to work on the production there first and foremost. Thank you for the gay nightclub review. 
Is Joe a gay man or does he just? Nah, like, he's he's got a, a a very honestly, dude, a fucking hot as hell wife. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Joe. I don't know if it's his wife. I think they're engaged. Oh, okay. Either way, but he's had a long term partner and she's a fucking good sort, man. So well done to Joe on that part. Hats off. And she's to a you, nice bro. girl too. She's been a whole bunch of my a bunch of my shows. Fuck yeah. Um, did he come to the Canberra Comedy Festival? Uh, I don't think he did this year, but he has the last couple that I've done. Legend. Um, all right, uh, so gay nightclub review, uh, race-related parties. I wish, I wish the. I wish he clarified which race. Yeah, and I wish that the. Um, I wish that the nightclub reviewer had specified which race it is. Exactly right, because that's the thing, dude. It's an all-white gathering of any kind is racist. And any other group is, is cool. Is completely fine, apparently. So yeah, like you could it's have, all good. You could have like an Asian theme party yeah. or something like that. Exactly, bro. That's just Chinatown. Bro, imagine how fun. Imagine how fun an all black nightclub would be. Like some brothers. Yeah, yeah just the brothers. Like the deadly brothers or like the brothers. Brothers. Like, yeah, the brothers. Yeah, the brothers, yeah. Like the dancing, the the shenanigans. It'd be fu- it'd be a fun time. Um, yeah. So I wish we knew more about this. So we can only assume that maybe it was an all white one. Yeah. yeah. Or I, no, you know what it is, dude. Is I reckon it's an all coloured one, and it's a white guy going because you would say you would just say this is racist, but you would go racism is still racism. That's deaf. That's white speak for actually this is racist to us. Yeah, hundred percent, dude. So that's a gay white guy. Um, he's a fucking, a gay white guy that obviously wanted to get a couple of fucking, you know, chocolates, didn't, couldn't get it and didn't like it, but he was happy with the limited amount of puss. Yeah. Which he, is like, remember the old, old adage that was like single hot women go to gay nightclubs cause they get hit on less. Mm-hmm. And we've all had that one friend that was a big advocate of going to Cube. Yeah, dude. Let's I go. had one on my fucking friendship growing up, dude, who was fucking obsessed with going. He always wanted to fucking get us to Cube, dude. And he was he was known he was he was known Bradley for taking his shirt off when we were out. One of those kinds. <sighs> he would go to Cube and Academy and shit and fucking take his shirt off and be dancing. Nah. He was the same friend that wanted to get us all to go to all of these like BDSM sex parties and shit. Yeah. See, here's the thing. There's a few times you can take your shirt off and it's not in a nightclub. No, never. It is at a festival. Festival. Hot summer's day, 80,000 people and you're peaking a little too much and you need to cool down. Yes. Because it is 38 degrees. And you've gone through seven bottles of water. Mm -hmm. You've chewed your lip off. The piece of chewing gum that you've had has turned to dust. The Vicks inhaler has been in the nose four or five times by now. And now the shirt has to come off. It's got to. And if that is It's got to be used as like something to wrap around your head. If that's the scenario in which you're taking your shirt off. Fair play. Play on. Play on. Let the boys play. Yeah. If you're a dude and you're at a nightclub, I don't care if you're fucking Chris Hemsworth. Keep your shirt on, bruh. Yeah, for sure, dude. You can't for sure do it, bro. Can't. You can't be marauding around a nightclub as a young buck with your shirt off. Yeah. Dude, how funny is it, though, that, like, even gay dudes are like, it's way more fun when chicks aren't here? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably the funniest thing. (laughs) They, this is what it is, dude. Chicks are only thinking, ever thinking about themselves, dude. 
Because they go, we got to go to gay bars and stuff like that so that we get hit on less. And, and then gay dudes are all sitting there going like, this is a fucking gay bar. Yeah. Fuck off. And it's like, you get know. Get out of here. And because like you got to. I'm trying to get dick. And you got to put yourself in the eyes of the gay man here and just be like, we have dedicated clubs. Yeah. Where if men come to this club, men know that other men are going to hit on them because it's a gay club. They want to also feel free to do all of the gay shit they want to do. But if there's just civilians in... You can't be a civilian you, in you, a gay you club. You can't be free to do whatever. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's a fire safety hazard, bro. The thing is, there's only a certain limit of civilians that can go to these because, like... Yeah. Sometimes you'll be a civilian hanging out with gays, and that's what they want to do. And it's mm-hmm. a majority rule situation. And you've you been given you've been given a temporary visitors pass. You've been given the visitors pass. Yes. You've got on you've got on a satchel that says that you are so a lanyard. You've got a yeah you've got a red lanyard you've with got a, a card that's you, got a V on it. You've got a green lanyard that has a little V on there that says that you're a visitor, that you're a civilian, mm-hmm. and then and you have to know. be escorted with someone who has full clearance. Yeah, dude, you have to. You've got to go through security clearance, the proper security clearance. Absolutely. I have one of my cousins is gay. When I was in Vancouver, um, his friends were gay, so they're like, "Let's go out, have a few drinks," and just like not really thinking about it, but just wanting to have a good night out on the town. We've obviously ended up in a gay bar, and then I was kind of like, oh, okay, I've now got my civilian pass here. Mm-hmm. But then I had to have, like, this was 2015, Hot Boy Bradley. I had to kind of, you know, politely tell the gay men, sorry, mate, I'm a civilian. I, I don't have my lanyard on. I fucked up. And they'd yeah. be like, hey, dude, all good. Hope you have a good night. And uh, I just had to sit with my cousin and just kind of pretend that I was dating him. I was yeah, just like, yeah. bro, I just got to pretend like you're my boyfriend and just keep me safe. And he goes, yeah, that's cool. Make sure you pee in the girls' toilets. Yeah. Boys' toilets aren't safe in gay clubs. Yeah. I had to learn that. Boys' toilets are actually not for going to the toilet in gay clubs. Yeah. I didn't, all. I didn't know. It was just like, that's like the fucking temporary hotel room for 15 minutes. Yeah, exactly right. It's a free hotel room. Yeah, you just go in there and fucking do your business. Go in there and you fucking suck and you do whatever you want to do. Fucking dude. sucking in gay clubs and then go back out and keep dancing, dude. That's right. And... But And they want to be able to do that with the freedom that they have, dude. And when fucking heaps of chicks are there, dude, it just ruins it, man. Because I have a fucking gay mate of mine who has the exact same mindset. He's just like, cunt, the amount of fucking events of ours that not get ruined, but just don't turn out the way that they envision them to be because just a flock of fucking straight white women turn up and it just turns into a fucking, instead of like a cool, nice gay thing, it just turns into fucking woo girl city. Ah. It just turns into fucking woo fucking gay boy. Yeah, you can't have that. And they it, can't have it, bro. I'll tell you what's interesting as well. Um, one of the comedians in the local scene here, bisexual, has told us of, has told me, sorry, of a party that they went to. And I'll tell you this right now, guys. The gays and the lesbians... You know, the, your L and your G's in the fucking, in that group of peeps and the B's, they, they know how to party, dude. Yeah, so dude. they were telling me that Of course this they do, was, bro. They've, they already know they're going to hell. This, they, they were telling me that it was like, this is a sex-themed party. So you rock up to the party and it's just like, it's flaws of... Whatever you're into. So there's a bondage room. 
There's like a fucking a shower, like a block of shower rooms and shit. So if you want to have group sex in the shower, there's like rooms that just have fucking just beds and stuff. Mm. And like they said they walked in and there's just like the, on the first floor, there's just a ch- two chicks butt naked. One just eating the other one out. And that was the introduction to the party. Yeah, it's a good way to hop in. I was like, God damn, dude. Ima- like as a straight person, there's just that's not a thing. No, it is, but it's like for older people who are bored. Yeah, it's like swingers. It's like party. swingers parties and shit. And then you get there, and everyone's like in their late thirties, early forties, and they've been married for like fifteen years and shit. Yeah, and one and they're just like fu- what dudes just like watching their wife getting fucking banged out and shit. Yeah, it's that type. Of, that's that. That's like gross. That's devious. That's nuts, man. Imagine. But these, but these fucking rainbow people, man. These cunts are partying, dude. Yeah, no wonder they got the rainbow cunt. Yeah, dude. They deserve it. They deserve it. They deserve it, dude. Because they're out there being like, what absolutely. Be- they need a bit of bright and happiness before they face internal damnation. They were, they were out there and they're like, what kind of party should we have? One with heaps of drugs. One with heaps of alcohol. What are all adults really like doing? Fucking. So why don't we just have a place that we facilitate where you can do all those things? Mm. I was, I felt so naive as a thirty-one-year-old male to be like, wait a minute. There's a place you just go and you just do all this. And they're like, yeah, have you been to Sydney? And I was like, obviously not the right parts, dude. Yeah. Not much of this happened in fucking Smithfield. Because, like, couldn't you just pretend to be a B in the alphabet? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And go in undercover? And just go in and be like, no, tonight I'm feeling chicks, actually. And why haven't more dudes and why aren't more dudes doing it? Is it because it's not common knowledge? You know what it is, man? Because I think it's like... You'd have to put up with G's as a Listen, straight man. Nah, nah, bro. You can smell a rat. Ah. You can smell a rat, dude. You know the way that we can smell rats, dude? Yeah. There's other people that they, their their senses for rats are just for different area, different types of rats. Like, we can smell a rat. They can definitely smell a rat, dude. They can smell when you're fucking in there, dude, just being like, just be like, no, I'm a bee, but you're only going for chicks. Yeah. And any dude that comes up to you, you're like, fucking, do, what, you don't touch me, cunt. Yeah. Trying to get pussy, dude. Yeah. They know, dude. They, they can see it in your way. eyes. They're like, you're not one of us, dude. You're cashing in. Yeah. And they don't like that, dude. You'd have to get like And we've got to respect them, dude. We've got to respect them that they have their own fucking space. They have it difficult enough, dude. Yeah, well, they have for a long time anyway. Yeah. They have had it difficult. But, Joe, thanks for the call in, mate. Thank you for the review. Yeah, thank you, man. Um, And, guys, like we said, we want to hear we want to hear some loose stories. And, bro, I've got to tell you one. Go. Because one of my mates told me this yarn. And I go, bro, you, can you just call in and tell that? For the pod And he goes Oh I feel a bit bad He right. goes I feel like it's not my yarn To tell But I go You were there And it definitely is So He's told me the yarn So I'm going to tell you The yarn second hand Alright So this Good is go. what happened Mate's a footy boy uh, I think they were playing Like Second grade Awesome They've won their grade The perfect grade to play actually Perfect because it's like it's competitive It is competitive But, but most yeah, of the dudes like, Aren't taking it as serious As the dudes who could play f- First grade. Like, my, my experiences when I played second grade for a year was that at least 10 to 12 of the dudes who were playing second grade could have easily played first grade yeah. if they gave a fuck. Yeah, so that's that's what we're dealing with, yeah. right? So these boys, they win the win a bit of rugby league, the greatest game of all, and they, um, they have their – so part of, like, some of these clubs, they're, like, sports clubs, right? So, yeah. for instance, here in Newcastle, you'd have, like, your West Leagues club. So, it'd be, like, West Leagues win their second grade comp. Right. 
fucking on a Saturday, they win the grand final, three o'clock. It is party time. Yeah, let's go. So they partied all Saturday night, no sleep into Monday, no sleep into Mad Monday. Mad Mondays. So you're talking three-day bender, and it's like this is where the big boys are coming out to play, and you've got to do what big boys have to do in these certain circumstances. So what the club had done is they went, we can't have you guys out in the wild. We can't. Yeah. It's a PR fucking nightmare. And everyone knows that if you play a bit of rugby league, that that's a PR nightmare and it's a risk. So they've got these guys, right? And what they've done is they've go, this is the function room down at the leagues club. Rip and tear. See you tomorrow. When you wake, make your way out, get home safe. Mm. We'll put on some food and some nibblies and you guys can drink free piss for as long as you can stand. Yeah. So the boys in mid party. Sorry, they're day three. Day three. Day three. Day three is the best day, man. And what do you... Because the third day is better than the second day. Yeah. And, and the, the fourth, fourth day is better, better than, than the, the third day. day. And the fifth day is better than the fourth day. And that's just fucking folklore. So the boys are at th- day three of Bendertown. And at this point, you're just surviving pretty much, I guess, off narco- narcotics and alcohol because you're not eating, right? Yeah. But what does a club do? They facilitate. So they've got a bunch of food there. They've got pies, sausage yeah, rolls. They've got cocktail frankfurts. Party food. Party food. Party food party for party food boys. Party food for party boys. After you win a GF. Yeah. Oh. So the club captain, um, le- he's, let's just say his nickname's Bozo. Right, so Bozo comes up to my mate and he goes, hey, dude, and he goes, I want to do something special for the boys. Can you gather everyone in and say that we're going to have a speech? So Bozo's at the age now where retirement is a very, very real thing. Mm. You kind of go out on top. You've just won a grand final. Do you potentially potentially go another year? Mm. Or do you hang the boots up on top? Or do you hang the boots up on top? So... My mate, Tim, is like, no worries, I'll round the boys up. And he goes, I'll let you in on a secret. And he goes, yeah. Bozo picks up the fucking bowl of cocktail frankfurts. Mm. And he goes, how many of these do you think I can fit in my ass? Yeah. And Tim goes, well, I don't know, man, because they're cocktail frankfurts. Like, they're malleable. Like, they've got a bit of bend to them. And he goes, go round the boys up. And he goes, and let me know when they're good to go. So Bozo sneaks off into the toilet with these fucking, with these bowl of cocktail frankets. Tim rounds the boys up and he goes, boys, everyone gather around. Bozo's got something to say. He wants his all to be here for it. So everyone's like, oh, fuck, you know, it might be time. The boots might be hung up. So Tim walks to the bathroom. He's like, Bozo, the boys are ready for you. Bozo walks out completely butt naked, dude. And starts crab walking and doing like the little crab hands. Like where Zoidberg? Yeah, where doing he's Zoidbergs. Like doing Zoidberg hands. <laughs> 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 so thumbs are touching the fingers, like oh. just doing a crab walk and proceeds to shit out 13 cocktail <laughs> Like all in one area, or was he like walking as around? He's like walking, and he's taking steps. And he said they're just blopping out, like in little oh, that's bits so and pieces. Funny, dude. 
And like the, apparently the boys are just in fucking hysterics, just all just losing it because they're Can't. like, bro, we thought there was a retirement speech coming. And here's fucking Bozo dropping some gems on us, dude. That's fucking the best, dude. Did he go again the next year or what? I didn't ask. Yeah, no, you got to leave it there. I didn't ask because I was like, the story just has the greatest ending to it that I was just like, fuck, it doesn't get better than that. Dude. Oh, that's so fun. Dude, that type of shit is the reason, uh, sorry, the reason why I like full, in my mind, I'm still like, I've got to fucking, I've got to fucking play again, dude. I've got to at least play a couple seasons somewhere before I'm just too old to never be able to do it again. Yeah, and I want to do it, man, because like, like I've played in three grand finals and lost all of them, so I've I've never won a flag, and it fucking I tell you what, Bradley, it, it eats fucking up. eats me up inside. Dude. Yeah, dude. I think about the grand finals I've lost way more than I'm willing to admit, to be honest. Yeah, I I reckon at least once a week I go staring at the ceiling. At, fuck. At least once a week I go fuck. Jono had it. He, why did he drop the fucking ball when he could have fucking caught it and iced it? Why did he? Why did that mincer? Fucking spray the ball to the right. Yeah, bro. In one, in one grand final, dude, we were up by 30 points at three-quarter time. Oh, that and we, is and, and we lost. we lost by a point from a kick in the last, like, 10 seconds. Yuck. And it, it fucking... That eats me up inside, cunt. So funny, because as a grown man, you're very emotionally unavailable, but hearing that makes me want to cry, dude. Yeah, and then, and then when I played... When I was playing senior footy in... 2015, I got injured and was just like in and out of the team after coming back in. And I wasn't like, I just wasn't selected to play in the grand final, dude. And I fucking, um, oh, what, what was happening was, is that like I was playing resis and then I was trying to like play good to get back into the team. And then we, but we got knocked out in our first fucking elimination final. So there was still like two weeks until like the seniors played their grand final. So all I could do was just go to training. And so I was just going to training, going to training. But then it just like, there was just no injuries. They had an unchanged team from like all, all the way through finals. No one got injured. Yeah. So I, I was an emergency. So I fucking, bro, I warmed up. I warmed up. And then as soon as the fucking game started, bro, I put the fucking tracksuit back on, dude, and just watched my team win the grand final. Oh, no. They won it, dude. They fucking won it, cunt. And I remember being so... Like, obviously happy for him, dude, but I was fucking devastated, dude. I, I, like, when all the celebrations was happening and stuff and everyone was, like, going to go back to the club and stuff like that and go have, like, a big celebration and shit, and I didn't go. Yeah, I just went home. I just went home, bro, and I went home and I got in my car, dude, and as I was pulling out of the car park, dude, I started crying. <laughs> Stop touching that cord, by the way. Sorry, bro, I started fucking crying. I started crying on the way home, dude. Not like full like sobbing or anything, but I was like tears running down my eyes and shit. And I was just like, ah, fuck. Yeah. And then I and then I fucking the next year, dude. I fucking tore it up all preseason, and I was fucking doing well. And then I played a couple trial games and shit. And then like a week or so before the fucking season started, I was just like, I don't think I even want to play anymore. Like my heart's not in it. Because that was, like, when I first started, like, partying hard. So I was basically just, like, I want to do MDMA and get pussy. And so I didn't think to it. And that my team went – the team went fucking back-to-back. Back. They won it again that year. No, dude. So, I, and I, so now I just have this hole inside me where I'm, like, I have to go and at least play, like, fucking third grade somewhere. I've played two grand finals and lost both as well. No. Yeah, brutal. Played at Bruce Stadium as well where you watch the boys run around. You watch those Raiders run around. You have dreams of doing that. Is this legal union? Union. Yeah, can't. Fuck. Yeah. And it was like, because my school, like, I grew up playing league and they didn't let you play union. I mean, they didn't let you play league. You had to play union or you had to play both. And I was really? Like, I'm like, well, I'm not going to fucking play both. 
And then, like, rugby union was king at my school. Like, everyone wanted to play it. And then, um, bro, trials. We had five teams, dude. Yeah, yeah. Okay, in, guess our, like in those age groups. Because Ooh. everyone was like, this is what I want to do. I want to play rugby union. Wow. And, uh, yeah, we lost. Lost both. It was fucking brutal. Did Mara's teams ever play other Mara's teams in grand finals? That would have ha- had to have happened. Or were they in nah, different divisions? Different divisions, yeah. Right, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But I remember one time, because Eddie's was always really good. Yeah. Like, always won grand finals. And one time, like, I think maybe 2006, Marist won with, like, a conversion from the sideline. Fuck yeah. Bro, it was, it was like, fucking, that. it was the best. That's you so had the whole, sick, like, you had everyone that basically played union at the school at fucking GIO Stadium. And some sick can't slots it from the sideline. And it's just, like, king. Everyone just fucking Yeah that's fucking, fucking That shit's fucking sick as fuck dude Yeah And it was same Like fucking went down to the wire Then just slots it from the grand final to win But mate we uh, We're I think it's time that we do A little bit of the Sunday roast What do you reckon? Go for it The Sunday roast All right, mate, you said you had had one for us, so I will let you do the honours this week with the uh, Sunday roast, mate. Who you got? Mate, um, I've got a Sunday roast here, and it's... Uh, there is a... Um, there's a couple who are in Britain. Um, I, think it, I think it's Wales. Um, where they are... They've been, get, they've been in a lot of fucking heat um, recently because they had a baby, and they're trying to name the baby. But, like... You know how you got to, like, register your fucking baby? <laughs> it's like a car. you got to register yeah. your baby. These people are, like, not accepting this name. They're, like, not accepting the name and, like, the fucking council's, like, getting involved. Because you know that there are, in, in, in a lot of countries around the world, like, certain names are, like, illegal. It's illegal. Jesus, Adolf. Yeah, shit like that thing. And things that um uh, are sort of, like, markers or, like, titles. So, like, you're not allowed to call your kid Lord and you're not allowed to call your kid Princess. Because those yeah. are actual things. Or like, you're just saying, like, you're not allowed to call your kid fucking general or like fucking wing commander and shit because those are like actual things. But um, this fucking couple, dude, are trying to call their kid Lucifer. Oh. So like they're getting mad fucking pushback, obviously, because they're in fucking Britain. And basically, they're just like, you can't name your fucking kid that, man, because it's fucking... One, it's against the will of God, obviously. Yeah, God you shouldn't be fucking that. doing that. You shouldn't be naming your kid fucking after the fucking... After a fallen angel that is the sworn mortal enemy of the, our great Lord and Savior. You can't be fucking doing that, mate. Are like, you asking for your fucking kid to go to hell? Yeah. What the fuck's going on here, dude? Oh, do you want your kid to be bullied at school? Yeah, of course, dude. Your kid's going to be called fucking Satan. For, yeah. Uh, by... Bro, kids will find anything to fucking bully you for, dude. Yeah. If I knew for sure if I had a kid at my school called fucking Lucifer, I would be fucking crazy, dude. I had a girl at my school called India, and we gave her hell. Yeah. Hell, dude. I know it. There's a chick in Stockton that's called Indica. Wow. And she calls herself Indy. She introduced herself to me in my first shift at the Boat Rowers Hotel. And I thought that was a joke. I was just like, surely her name is not Indica. And then I was talking to some of the boys and like, yeah, that's that's her name. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, that is like, that is peak Darrow dog shit to yeah, call your is. kid a strain of weed. Yeah, fuck yeah, it is, dude. 
Dude, we... I Just gr- call her Indy. Dude, I played footy with... Um, at the school that I played, we went to a sports school and like what part of the sports program, there was this other kid and he's now, and he, he's, he had three sisters, dude. And they were, and they were called Opal, Storm and Acacia. Oh my God. And, and, and it's, it's, what's even funnier too is that, and his name was Geordie. Yeah. And they were just like pure, like white trash, dude. Like white, when white trash people call each, their kids like hippie names and shit, for some reasons it's even worse. Yeah. And so it's just like fucking stop naming your kids fucking crazy shit, dude. Like, you know, people who just like hate their names or go by different names because they just have a fucking ridiculous name. Yeah. Like I knew a girl who's, I knew who a girl who in 2017, dude, she was named Maud. Oh my god! And she didn't like it at all, dude. Why she would she? She hated you? it. Of course, and it was Maud. That's and she was a twenty-one-year-old girl. That's fucked. Did she change her name? I don't know, bro. I fucking lost contact with her. But it was just like her. Na- I remember her name. Just, her name was Maud. Shout out to Maud. Shout, Shout out, out to fucking Maud, dude. That's that's a, that's the parents didn't want her. Nah, she was up against it. Dude, I, I think that about like the same as like give it. I I played footy with a guy. His name was Gavin. Oh yeah, and it, I've always—it's always blown my mind. Just be like, how on earth do you look at a precious newborn baby boy, and go, "Hey, Gavin"? Yeah, what do you mean, cunt? Yeah, what do you mean, cunt? It's like that's like there's no young Glens. There's no young Glens. There's no young Glens. I, I reckon Glens get born and they're straight away forty-one. Yeah, dude, they're straight away forty-one years old and working in finance. <laughs> Bro, the other day at the Newcastle Comedy Club, Friday night, ripping in a tear and doing some crowd work, steering the steering the crowd into the bit, just doing a little bit of a magic trick, and uh, find a kid called Jaden. Yeah, and I laugh, and I go, mate, I was like, that's a shocking name, isn't it? I go, that's for sure. I go for sure, your parents didn't want you. Yeah. And 90 people proceeded to laugh and be like, very valid point. And when the laughter dies down, he goes, well, mum's behind me. Why don't you ask her? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, bro, you could have called him Hayden. Yeah. And I was like, Hayden could own a business. Hayden could be successful. Hayden could have a six-figure job. Jaden will ask you for cigarettes at a train station. Jaden wastes all of his money all every cent that he has goes into doing up a fucking VL Commodore. Yeah, Jaden makes Gatorade bongs and cuts his neighbor's hose. Yeah, absolutely he does, dude. Jaden's on Centrelink. I went to a school with a guy called Baden. Yes. And that's even worse. That's dude. even worse and it's so funny cuz it's never one knew letter. his dad had a fucking Centrelink mum. In, in and out of fucking detention, suspension all the time. Of course, dude. He was doomed to that reality because his name was Baden. Yeah. There's no successful entrepreneur CEO called Baden. No, of course not, dude. The cunt finished school at year 10. Yeah, dude. It's Never saw him again after the last day of year 10. Never saw him again. It's hilarious that, like, one letter, one, can completely change the reality of your life. Like... Dude, there's Emma's. Emma's cool. Yeah. Emma's normal. Gemma, emotionally unstable. Probably a hairdresser. Yeah. What is it with just one letter? And it's the funny thing, man, like fucking, uh, like Wayne, right? Don't know too many people called Wayne. But then there's Dwayne's. Dwayne's. 
And you know Dwayne's, Dwayne's typically a, a brother. He's a brother. Yeah. Wayne's a whitey. Dwayne's a brother. It's a fucking funny thing when you think about how much one letter can yeah. really change the outcome of your life. Some people just have the most fucked names, dude. Like, I came across heaps of them when I was um, doing assistant teaching, like yeah. being a teacher's aide. Dude, I taught this one kid, dude. Get this. This kid, white kid, shaved sides, like mohawk, spiky mohawk thing, and then just a fucking fat ratty at the back, dude. A ratty that, like, no kid that age ever asked for it. That's a 100% the parents doing. Yeah. Right? And this kid was called Zayden. Zayden? Zayden. With a Z, dude. Oh, my God. Z-A-Y-D-O-N. Oh, Zaydon. Zaydon. But it was Zayden, obviously. But, but yeah. the parents were fucking retarded, dude. And this was one of the kids. This was part of the Angry Boys room that I was in. Yeah. So this was like, the, this kid was like flipping desks and like biting other kids and shit. And I just remember going like, cunt, you had no chance, dude. I mean, like you had f- f- fetal alcohol syndrome yeah, already. Fetal dude. alcohol syndrome. Your mum smoked during pregnancy. And the only reason you're here is because that Centrelink was giving more money during the baby bonus of you being born. So you came... With $8,000 from the government, and yep. that's why from the you're government. here. Government. From the government. And that's why you're here, Zayda. Yeah, dude. There was another, I had another kid. I taught a, a girl called Hermione, which was fucking annoying as hell. No, dude. See, see, this is fucking cunts like start doing this. Like Arya, people, like, so that's a Game of Thrones character. I know mm-hmm. you don't watch it, but that's another one. Like Arya became a fucking. A name like you can't fucking do this. There's another chick called uh, Daenerys in, yeah. in fucking Game of Thrones. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, and now there's kids like in like when Game of Thrones was popping, dude. Daenerys was like bang in the top ten of like names, names, and I that's before people knew mm. because people didn't read the books. People didn't know what was the go that she was a psycho. bitch. That she turns into a psycho bitch. Yeah, they and don't and, know, and bro. If you're naming your kid after a Game of Thrones character, do you know how much incest is in Game of Thrones? Yeah, that's like fucked up. George R. R. Martin, fucking part genius, part weird cunt. Like, because he is solely responsible, Taylor Coftry, for the fucking immense amount of step sibling porn that has now infiltrated Pornhub. Yeah, I would say he had a, if he wasn't fully responsible, he had a large hand in it. Prior to Game of Thrones coming out, there was no stepdaddy, stepsister, yeah, stepbrother porn. Remember when porn wasn't just step everything? Yeah. And every single scene wasn't just two her almost relatives sneakily fucking without the other ones finding out. Why is that a Stop thing? Stop doing that, dude. And not like I know because I haven't watched porn in a very long time, but that this was still like a few months ago, man. And that's fucking... It was... It's fucked up, bro. Why Why do they think that everyone wants to fuck their stepmom? Yeah. No. Or they want... Or a stepdaughter... A stepdad wants to fuck their stepdaughter. Yeah. Stop it, dude. Well, there is one stepdad that wants to fuck his stepdad. Well, I'm not saying it's not, not out there. I'm saying we should be encouraging it. That Aussie chick that fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah. Aussie chick. <laughs> if you don't know, American listeners, an Aussie chick has busted onto TikTok saying that her biggest sub- subscriber to her OnlyFans was her stepdad. Which is always the danger. 
Of course that's the danger, dude. We've been socially conditioned by fucking Pornhub and shit like that, that that's like a thing that we should be doing. So of course these guys are fucking doing it, dude. It's a bad news. It's bad news. She's bad ruined, news. ruined the relationship. Ugh. Like the fucking... And how she found out, which is the funniest thing, is like, so she found a TikTok account that has the same username as her OnlyFans subscriber. Oh, and rookie, she, dude. She's, she's like, oh, what the fuck? Clicked on it and it said, from your contacts. And <sighs> then gone down the avenue of being like, this could be one of six people. So she sent the message to her, uh, to the person and was like, I know who you are. And then her stepdad's like, hey, we need to have a talk. Fuck, cunt. Isn't this a fucking crazy world that we're living in? Where thanks like, a lot, Game of Thrones. Thanks a lot, thanks Game a of lot, Thrones. Thanks a lot, Game of Thrones. What Cheers, the fuck, George. Cunt. You fucking two fucking Look what you've first gone name having cunt. Dude. Look what you've gone and done. Yeah. What the fuck, cunt. George R.R. R. Martin? What do you reckon the R.R. R. stands for? Really retarded. <laughs> <laughs> George raping relative Martin. <laughs> Got him, dude. Got him, dude. Fuck that guy, dude. Oh, uh, now I need to know what George R, what the RRs stand for. But like, it's probably like Robert Roberts or some fucking gay yeah. shit. But but yeah, I I taught a, I um taught a girl who her name was Lilo. Yeah, from Lilo and Stitch. I taught another, and and the the one that used to fuck me up all the time, dude, was. Regular names spelt a fucking sh- just stupid way. Oh, Thinking yeah. that they're fucking doing something yeah. because they've spelt a name different. Like there was this chick, her name was Katie, but it was spelt C-A-D-D-I-E. That's Caddy. What do you mean, cunt? Yeah. Just say fucking Katie, cunt. Yeah. I taught an Ethan and his name was E-I-T-H-A-N. Why? No, What's the dude. I there for? It's like uh, it's like all the different ways. Um, I taught a, I taught a Brayden, I taught a Caden, Jaden, Zayden, Baden. That's fucked. There are all of these different types of fucking names, kind of fucked. Yeah. And then there's like my name Taylor. There's like I, I've come across fucking six different ways of spelling it, and some of them you just go like that's not even how it's. If you sound it out, it's like Talara. Yeah. Talalo. Fucking retards, bro. Yeah, so George R. R. Martin says for George Raymond Richard Martin. Right. So he's got four first names. No wonder Fucking he no okay. wonder he likes incest. Yeah, definitely. Fucking crazy cunt. Um Mate, what do you reckon? You reckon we put a fork in it? Yeah, let's put a fork in it, mate. Anything else that you need to say? Um, nah, man, just fucking uh Stop naming follow, kids Baden. Stop Jane, naming Aiden. your kids shit things, dude. Treat animals with respect, otherwise they will teach their young to attack you on they boats will. and shit. Yeah. And obviously, you know. Stop touching that cord. Sorry, cunt. Can you hear that coming through? No. It's like every time you touch that, it goes. Oh, does it? Through the headphones. Oh, yeah. shit. My bad, man. And you've only been doing it for two hours now. Oh, fuck, bro. Yeah, it's a way to fuck the production. Man. Oh, man. I guess we just won't release it then. <laughs> yeah, I guess we, fuck it, we just it won't release the it then, cunt. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, just follow me on Instagram and fucking come to the Newcastle Comedy Club. Um, even when I'm not on, just whenever, man, just come. It's the best club in the country. Best club in the country. Make sure you check it out. Our friend Mitch Garling, who was on the podcast last week, has a show, a special taping on the 25th of March. That's this Thursday. So if you're in Newcastle, mm. make sure you check it out. Mitch is one of the nicest boys in comedy. 
Uh, the nicest. And uh, he's a fucking hilarious comedian. The hour that he's been working on is f- 10 years in the making. He's literally just done this, guys, at the Sydney Comedy Festival show, and the reviews are through the roof. So make sure you check him out. He's fucking hilarious comedian. I will not be at the club next weekend. I am uh, I'm going away for my brother-in-law's 30th birthday, but don't worry, we will get a podcast in. Make sure you follow me on Instagram. It's Bradley Bishop with an underscore at the end. And guys, if you've made it this far, this is a one-man band in terms of the uh, the audio production, the artwork, and everything that goes into it. This is all me. I don't get any help from anyone. Uh, all I have is the hot boy, the high priest Taylor here that helps me out every week in terms of just being a general funny cunt. So what I need you guys to do, if you haven't already, can you go to the ratings review on your podcast app? Give us a uh, give us a decent rating. We only want five stars, bro. If you're going to give us anything less than that, go jump in. Yeah, don't fucking traffic. bother, man. Don't come up with that shit, dude. Come correct and give us a five star because we are a five star podcast. We are a five star podcast. So give us that rating. That helps us out. We are um, look. It's just us two. It's just us two. We uh, we like to bring entertainment to you guys every week. Uh, so if you can do that, well, that'll be greatly appreciated. Merchandise is coming soon. It's and sh- coming. And shout out to our boy Chase who got a tattoo. Oh, we have to tell talk about this a little bit. Yeah, okay. We'll give we'll give we'll give the rest of the disciples. Hey, and disciples, this is the level that you know this where, is the level where, you need to level be we're at. Trekking at. All right, right now. So our boy Chase over in Missouri who has called in, you've heard him on the podcast before. This week. So mm. how funny is this? He won he won five hundred dollars from Reese's chocolates. Which is an incredible fucking story in the first place. In like, dude, if you win five hundred US from that, that's that's fucking awesome. I'll post this photo online as well with the artwork from this week. But he got the great Steve Mack quote from the party cast a few weeks ago. Mm. If you're gonna put lead in your pencil, you better have someone to write to. And which at, is the best. At the time Chase didn't know what this meant. Mm, which makes it even funny that he just got the tattoo still. Yeah, so he's got that, he's got a pencil in there, he's got this tattooed on his thigh, and he thought it was like a little bit like, you know, have a shot of whiskey, that'll put some hair on your chest, yeah. like that'll make you more of a man. And I uh, had no idea that lead in your pencil, maybe it's an Australian expression, but I didn't I thought it was quite worldwide, but I thought you would get it straight away. But maybe it's just like our way of thinking here and saying stuff. Yeah, we are a backward, backward yeah, country. Yeah, we kind of like take English and ruin it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we don't pronounce E-R. It's just everything's A. Everything's an A. Yeah. And then when you go down to Victoria, everything that is an E is an A. Yeah, Melbourne. So, like, so they'll, say like, they'll say like Melbourne or as well. Yeah. Fucking Mexicans, bro. Crazy cunts. So, uh, yeah, he got, if you're going to put lead in your pencil, you better have someone to write to, which is basically, if you're going to have a hard cock, you want to have someone to fuck. Exactly right, man. If you're going to get fucking up and about, you better have someone that's able to fucking take that energy. And he didn't know what that meant, but then once he found out what it meant, he was, uh, he was, he was very, very happy about it. Chase, you won't believe what I found as well, mate. I found a Yankee candle, Taylor. Yeah. I found a Yankee candle down at the post office in Stockton and it will honestly astound you how thick and how fucking wide that is and the fact that someone got that in their asshole is absurd. Absolutely dude. absurd. I think I might buy it just as a fucking like little reverent piece here because yeah, you know yeah. at church they always have candles and stuff like that. As a constant reminder. As a constant reminder of some fucking degenerate fatherless whore out there stuck that up her ass. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting, dude. Against God. 
against God indeed. Uh, but yeah, shout out, Chase, man. That is fucking unreal, man. We absolutely appreciate it, man. And you've been getting around us, mate. So we fucking appreciate you. Thanks, mates. Uh, guys, have a fucking awesome week. And hey, the challenge is now out there because there is another disciple out there, Taylor, that said he'll get this. He'll get the GTA font of the Sunday service tattooed on him. Ooh. But he wants us to pay for it. So I don't know. Is it? Is it? Is it as authentic if we have to pay for it? No, nah, it's not. I don't think it is. It isn't, man. I listen. I w- I would like to pose, maybe some type of competition for our listeners. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking here? I'm thinking of throughout this podcast, man. There have been many times where people out there who are listening to us, there's a reason they listen to the podcast. It's because they've laughed or they've enjoyed something that we said. I would like to see someone get a tattoo of one of their favorite quotes. It could be you or I or a guest from any type of the podcast. And whoever does like the best one, or actually, actually, even if you just get one, we should come up with like a prize system for them. I've got an idea. Go. I've got an idea. Why don't we, so we've got the loyal 13 disciples, right? Yeah. Honorary 14th spot has been locked in for Joey. Locked in. Joe's number 14. What I propose right now is we do oh dude this is right go in a rugby league team you've got your starting 13 yeah then you've got some reserves so you go 14 through to 17 yep and in case there's a concussion you've got an 18th man okay i reckon me you and 18 disciples will get together at the end of the year we'll do a luncheon okay we'll go get lunch we'll have some beers and we'll fucking have a ripping and a tearing we'll somewhere. have a ripping and tearing time you got to come to Newcastle and mm-hmm. we will maybe pay for lunch or beers or something. We'll sort something out, but we'll have, we'll have the first gathering of the disciples. And I reckon what we do is we present them a jersey. Oh, I was about to say we should have jerseys. Yes, I'm 100% in. So yeah. I'll design some jerseys. jerseys and a logo. Get them made up. I'll get it made up. You've got to tell us why you belong in the starting 13. Yeah. And, you know, there's going to be certain stuff that's already locked. So, obviously, Chase, he's in the team. Chase is in the team already. So, we're going to have to maybe find a way that we can send Chase his jersey. So, he's locked that spot in. Um, I say we put Joe in. Well, Joe's 14th. So, Joe's... Joe's and, like, this is no... Is that dis- a special one? Because he's complained... Him, he's pronounced himself... He's claimed being the 14th. He's the 14th. He's just automatically locked in as the 14th. And if you look at okay. this... If you look at this, right... If you're on the bench, that doesn't... That's not a bad thing. Because we all know that what the interchange can roll. Impact player. Impact player. Harry Grant. Mm. Harry Grant's a starting number nine for the Melbourne Storm every week. But when he plays Origin, he plays number 14. Mm-hmm. He comes in and he rips and tears. Joe's doing the same. He's coming in. He's ripping and tearing. So what we'll do is we will design the jersey. I'll work with Taylor. We'll design it. We'll work on color schemes. But over the course of the next, from now to December, okay, we need to get we need to get the team assembled. Assemble the team, and then we will at the lunch. We will pre- we will have your jerseys there for you guys. Mm-hmm. Should we do a full kit? Or should it just be jerseys? I reckon we'll just go jerseys. Yeah, okay. We'll go jerseys and we'll have a jumper presentation. 
We'll have a ju- oh, we have, we'll have a jumper presentation where we will. You you guys have to come. You have to send in. Obviously, this is thing for the dial too. I want you guys to fucking dial in and say why you think you deserve to be part of the fucking team, dude. Yeah. And then at the end of the at the thing, we'll give a jumper presentation. We'll introduce you to everyone else, and it'll just be it'll just be a fucking. Sick. And then maybe you can say like a thirty second speech of what it makes. Like you know when you know when people get their debut jersey and they go, yeah. look, this means so much to me and my parents. You know, my parents came over here from New Zealand. And never had much growing up. It was always my dream to play for the Thick Dick of the North and getting my debut jersey means the world to me. I will not let the boys down. Yep, 100%. So what we'll do, and me and you will get a jersey as well. We'll make yep. a jersey for ourselves. Well, aren't we just like coaches? Or are we playing? Um, maybe we've got to be coaches. I think we have to be coaches. We get polos. <laughs> we, can get, we, can get, we can get like team polos Okay so we'll get some team polos I kind of fucking want a jersey as well Yeah so I want a jersey actually. <laughs> Play, Yeah we're uh, coaches jerseys Yeah alright so what we'll do So we won't we won't be numbered But we'll just be We'll just have our jerseys So guys what you need to do 02-84-05-7931 You have a very limited time Between now and the end of the year To stake your claim We'll bring this up every podcast from now on we're going to have a team. We're going to have a team luncheon and uh, we it'll be the first team. Then yeah. I think that I think what will happen, this will be the first annual team mm-hmm. and then come January next year, applications reapply. Applications are in, dude. We pick a new team every year. And you can you can be in the team for 10 years. You can be an inc- incumbent. You can be a fucking you can pay fucking 200 games, mate. You can become a life member of the club. Yeah. If but you have to hold your spot, mate. This is a competitive league. It is a competitive league. There is disciples all over the world. We've got yeah. listeners in Ireland. Yeah. We've got listeners in Brazil. Yeah. We've got listeners in the United States. We've only secured one, uh, two spots have been secured. Yeah. So Joey, number 14, you've got it. Chase. Chase, automatic end. Cunt. Chase is automatic Automatic end. end. And so Chase between, what you need to do, mate, is between a number between one and 13. You need to pick. I know there's another disciple that's got to say he wants number one. Okay. So chase between number two and number 13. You've got to pick your spot. We'll tell you which position that makes you play in the rugby league field. And uh, I think that uh, – I think our mate Cam, Cam who uh, has called in on the pod, has been listening to us for since the start. Fuck yeah. And I know that he's going to want number one. So yeah. Cam – Still got to put his case forward, but – Cam, you need to present the case, bro. So yeah, you've got come a, on, mate. You've got a week. With with selections coming up, this mm-hmm. is Origin Selection Week, dude. Write in or call in, sorry, and tell us why you deserve to be the fullback spot there at number one. And uh, boys, how fun is this going to be? This is going to be great, dude. And we're going to have a ripping and tearing time. Let's, bro. Let's create a community. Let's create a community of disciples. That's what we want to do, baby. All right. Don't forget, boys. Don't forget. Call in. Zero two eight four zero five seven nine three one. If you can't remember that number, go on my Instagram, Bradley Bishop with an underscore at the end. The number is there. Call in and say why you deserve to be on the team. We're gonna have a fucking. We're gonna have a, a long lunch, followed by a boozy afternoon, followed by a boozy night. Yep. The boys are gonna rip and tear. The high priest Taylor will be there. I will be there. The boys are gonna get it on. It's gonna be ripping and a tearing. Maybe first week in December, maybe. We'll sort it we'll out. We'll sort it out. But basically, don't forget to... Smoke weed every day. I said... Smoke weed. Smoke...
Bye.